I know you've been waiting, please have a little patience. Shots to the West, I'm overly dedicated. I've been built for this fellas, ready for all occasions. Altered faces from altercations. Fall from lazy, been on it lately. Went through some things, boy, I feel amazing. I keep my cool, yeah, she call me crazy. They couldn't answer. Never been a slacker, make sure my legacy lives here and after. Turn the page, next chapter. More knowledge than a college graduate with a master's. Your hustle's all backwards. Most actors, punks, not a crumb for you chumps. No oxygen for the lungs or you fucks. Yeah, it's that real. Master pick. Yeah, I heard that before. Try to fly, but they crash and burn. Stay in school, but you never learn. What a shame, oh, what a shame. Seems to me ain't none changed. Soon as I get a little recognition, I better stack the gold on my name. Hit him with the jumper. Curry with the buzzer. Hit him with the jumper. Curry with the buzzer. Hit him with the jumper. Curry with the buzzer. Hit him with the jumper. Curry with the buzzer. Alright, so what's up my niggas and my niggerettes? Hope way. everybody had a very fruitful Thanksgiving. Hope all you women gained uh, a lot of weight in all the right places. My thighs are looking a little juicier these days. <sighs> Come on, man. Let me just let me get through I the intro, right? <laughs> so, back on all bullshit that you've grown so fond to and ever so used to. This is the domino effect. I go by the name of Domino. And as usual, I'm joined by my partners in Paul Cast Crime. We got uh, Charles Xavier, a.k.a. Professor X, a.k.a. X1 in the building. Good word. What up, what up, what up, what up? That's it. <laughs> you all right, brother? I'm good. We can get it out. Chilling, chilling, chilling. And let's see. You could be uh, the Jean Grey of the podcast. We got Nikki Nicole in the building. Hey, Miss Exquisite, if you're nasty. And the guest we got today is an up-and-coming rapper. Uh, he got a project coming out very, very soon. You got a song that's on the radio that's popping right now. Uh, we got Patrick Fenor in the building. Hey. What's going on, y'all? How you well, feeling, brother? I'm feeling good, man. Feeling good. That's to the show. Great, man. How you feeling, Axe? What's going on with you today, brother? I'm feeling spectacular. You sure? You all right? You want to talk about it, man? <laughs> nah. We all family here, man. You want to talk about it, man? Nah, Nikki, how you doing, baby? I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling really blessed. Um, I got my exercise today. Uh, you was twerking? Actually, I was no. I was not. It's not my exercise. I thought it's what you did with uh, the Ayana chicken. Y'all That's just... the only one that I do that with. I actually want oh, okay. my father. I spoke to my father the other day. He was like, don't be putting on those videos. You shaking your ass on Facebook and shit. And I was like. Where the hell he been? You been doing that for like five years. So I was like, damn, I've been dancing. <laughs> I'm just trying to support somebody else in their motives. And their, in their motivation mm. will motivate someone else in their passions. I was like, you see, all, you only see that, but you see me, you ain't see me dancing <laughs> yeah. this whole entire time. Yeah, well, Facebook is not for parents, bitch. It sure ain't. So I was like, I'm going to find another video to post soon. You're going to make them mad all over again? <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck it. <laughs> all right, so uh, SoundCloud, 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 iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Wherever the fuck you get your podcast, we are there, Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com. If you want your question answered in the what segment, for any comments, questions, or concerns, you can reach us there, Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com. How was y'all Thanksgiving? Yeah? What about you, Pat? How, how was your Thanksgiving, brother? It was straight, man. I ain't really into that, but you know what I'm saying? You ain't into Thanksgiving? No, 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 I ain't really into like the holidays and what? stuff, man. Ain't really Turkey, the stuffing? Chill out. I mean, I well, eat. Did you ate? I eat, right? <laughs> eat, but you know, other than what that, did you like, do for the the day? I'm yeah. working. Okay. Yeah, I was work, man. Work. What about you, X? How was your Thanksgiving? 
It was good, you know. Eat food, <laughs> chill with the fam. That's about it, man. You know, sleep came through. Shout out to sleep. Shout out to Uncle Earl. That nigga's a bitch. Um, How was yours? Nah, sleep. Like like the night before, he got mad fucked up and threw up all over the place. So the nigga uh, new name's Uncle Earl. Um, yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. What's up with you, Nick? How was your Thanksgiving? Um, that day was pretty cool. I mean, the, my highlight was just spending time with family I haven't um, spent with in my eight, mm. doing activities. Um, but the day was pretty cool. Cool. I'm always thankful though. That's what's up. How about yours? What was your holiday? Or um, my holiday was mostly hungover because I was fucking with sleep. Uh, we went out, <laughs> had a bunch of shots of whiskey, and um. <laughs> We tried to go to um, Tiago's, right, with, with one of his boys, right? So he, the nigga knew we was going to Tiago's. Right. And, you know, you get in the club, they pat everybody down, right? Time for this nigga to get patted down. This nigga forgets he got a knife on him just out of nowhere. Uh, Ooh, his boy? His or? boy. Oh, okay. So we all got to leave the club and shit. And he was like, yo, I didn't think he was going to find it. It was on my joint. Like, nigga, they check everywhere. Like, why would you even come out? Like, you don't have to stab nobody in Tiago. I know it's Puerto Ricans there, but she ain't got to stab anybody, B. And it's a white dude at that. <laughs> I'm like, yo. I he can't. was not, he came prepared. He That's what he said. He was like, yo, you always got to be prepared. I was like, nigga, it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. Like, who the fuck is trying to fight tonight? It was the one time I forgot my shit back in the day. It went you ugly. <laughs> it went ugly. That was in Rhode Island or something else? Yeah, fucking Rhode Island. Oh, that shit. We ain't gonna get on that. No, we really not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into our question segment. Uh, Nikki, what's the question segment called? The what? Now, we actually got two questions uh, this week. We got one that's specifically for Nikki. What? For and me? we got one that's just a general discussion. Um, I like questions. Nikki, you want to read this question for sure, me, baby? Sure, definitely. All right. Don't say my name. All right. Nah. Domino. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. So I was listening to the po- episode of The Domino Effect about the election after Trump had won. And when listened, I couldn't fully get through the part where the girl on your show, sorry, I forgot her name. It's Nikki, by the way. Miss Exquisite, if you're nasty. She said <laughs> she wasn't going to vote. I mean, she, he, the person could have at least looked in the right, information. Right. Yeah, it's, it's not about that. Anyway. <laughs> she listens. Shout out to her. I'm not sure if you guys have done a recent episode. And if you have, I promise to listen soon every week. But I'm just curious about how she might have felt knowing that around 40% of eligible voters didn't vote. Those votes could have made a difference. Now, this is not an attack on her at all. I do really like her. But but thanks. But my bigger question is how can we change the minds of people who don't think they need to be politically active? Sorry this was long. Thanks for reading. All right. So what's your response to that question? Let me see that because I... um, Forgot to write a point down. But I did think long and hard about your question. And this is the actual, um, these are the thoughts that I had about it. Other than, other than, um, you could have looked at my name from the information. Yo, stop. You're not dissing fans. Yo, come on. Not. <laughs> That's not a diss. It's facts only. Um, I believe that if we don't stand for something, we'll fall for anything. And that goes for anything in life. Like, if we, we, what we put up is what we allow, and what we allow is what we will be. Mm-hmm. So I believe that my vote is my right to stand for what I believe in. And my vote was to not vote. It was more like a me voting for myself for what I believe in. And if I don't believe in the, the candidates that were presented to me, if I don't believe in them, I'm not going to follow them, regardless of whether or not the whole world is doing it or the whole United States is doing it. Right. So 
I also figure there are statistics to everything. Numbers only show a portion of the possibilities in politics and that statistics do not calculate how to reorganize or to... Don't, statistics don't tell you how to reorganize or to fix a broken organization. I believe my vote counts and whatever ballot I didn't I didn't give, I did silently so that those who do recognize that other voters that didn't vote, they'll realize that some people don't vote for a reason. Just like people who vote and they do it blindly, they have a right to do it as well as those who don't. Mm-hmm. I could have participated, but I did not want to participate in the the activities that was going on because I don't believe in it. There are two candidates that were that were pronounced. I didn't want either one of them. If either one of them won, that's their game. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play their game. I know that there are things that I should be paying attention to in politics, and those are the things that affect my livelihood, and that's all. It, directly, I'm not. I don't feel affected. I don't feel. I don't feel attacked. So I mm. don't. I don't participate. Okay. And let's keep it real. Connecticut, she won Connecticut. Hillary she, won Connecticut. So, right. I mean, it's not like... And I'm in Connecticut. Yeah, a bunch of but people didn't Connecticut vote. ain't the country, though. Right, exactly. So what I'm saying is, even if she didn't vote, it, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. You but when you saying? got damn near half of eligible voters not voting, you don't think that could have made some type of difference somewhere? Well, I mean, like, what technically, if, what I if Hillary what if won the popular Most of vote? that half was in, like, California or Florida or some shit. You don't think that could have made a difference somewhere? I think what we missing is... I could have sworn Hillary won the popular vote. It was the electoral, electoral college vote. that yes. exactly. basically overrode that. Which and, which and proves the point that yes, the popular the popular vote right. will will vote for the person that they exactly. want. But at the end of the day, the electoral people who we have no control over whatsever, they end up making Illuminati. that final decision. And Call if them. I were to participate in being <laughs> that in that and if I were to participate and put my vote in, I'll be participating in that popular vote that no that does not fucking mm. count. So mm-hmm. why would I put in my two cents if it's not making a big difference? Yeah, you guys see that the statistically speaking, 40% of people, you know, make up such and such, but those are numbers. Like if we want to talk real numbers, let's talk about platforms and where we come from. Because at the end of the day, I just feel like you should be focusing on the fact that you have to worry about your own self then some person who thinks they can control you. All right, so election's over. Yep. Tyler's politics shit. Yep. For real. Let's get on some domino effect shit, right? So the other question that we got in the what segment, the what segment, uh, Nikki, read this question for me. Okay. I thought this was the what? pretty good. What up, folks? Been a fan for a while. The problem is having, the problem I'm having ain't with my lady, but her and her whole ass, bird ass friend. Mm. <laughs> My girl got five real close friends and they all hoes, all hoes in caps. One used to be a stripper in Miami. Two of them recently been wife, but I know they used to be because my wife pillow talks. One parties every weekend and every few months got a new man with three kids at home and the other is just a plain old thotter. I always go by <laughs> I like that one. Thotter. I always go by the saying birds of a feather flock together and I've been telling her it's making us look bad. Everybody thinks I'm with a hoe because of her friends. How can I get this across to her? Peace. Did I say the name? Don Trail. Word. That child sounds like you got a Laquisha. So, your wife hanging with a bunch of thoughts. Um, next, how you feel about that, brother? Birds of a feather <laughs> flock together. Correct. Mm. So, you know if, so if so if his wife is. friends are hoes, she's a hoe by association. I mean, I'm not saying she a hoe. I ain't Nigga, you just it. said birds of a feather. I ain't gonna disrespect that man's wife by Word. calling her a hoe. Nah, a nigga shouldn't have wrote in. But <laughs> if. 
I mean, you you got to you got to seriously question why she hang out with a bunch of hoes. Listen, man, it's like if you, if you hang out with a bunch of rats, then you probably a rat. You know what I'm saying? If you, you hang out with a bunch of snakes, then you probably a snake. You hang because out with four broke motherfuckers. You bound, you to, be bound the fifth. to be the fifth one. <laughs> it's like if you if you congregate with that kind of conversation and that kind of mentality, then mm. you gonna pick up some of that shit. Right. I mean, I feel like that. Your wife might be a hoe. Sorry to say, um, damn, damn. especially if she from out of town, my nigga, and she like relocated to start her life here. Then she might be hoe somewhere else, my nigga. Like, it's, there's no way Gotta around check it. Check the track. Um, you might want to check her Facebook. Um, check where she from. Check where her friends at. Check who leaving comments on this shit. And according to Domino, what the group text? Oh yeah, if you want to know some shit about your woman, check a group text. Group chats hold all the secrets about every fucking thing. They it's hold, thing they hold the dick pics. They hold the conversation about what you ain't doing, what you is doing. Um, all your whole ass friends, like whole nights and shit, when they be going out on Fridays and Saturdays, and don't come back till Sunday. <laughs> um, yeah, man, you might, yo, your wife might be a thought, my nigga. You might have wiped up a thought and not know it. I mean, how do you get that across the world? I mean, how do you... And it is very well proven that you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. I mean, she actually got wifed up, so she was doing something right. Nope. For well, now, because he's mean, doubting. No, he he said that's his wife. Hey, hypothetically speaking, like I said, I don't want to talk about that man wife. but at He the shouldn't end have the, rode in. Fuck him. At the end of the but we day, love you. it's Pat, very possible you? to wife up a hoe. Do you feel like birds of, birds of a feather flock together? Absolutely. Yeah. And to your point, you know, if you hang it with a whole bunch of snitches, you mm. may not be a snitch, but you're going to look like one. Exactly. You feel right. what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're chilling with a whole bunch of hoes, mm. you're going to have to look at your girl and, you know, do maybe do some research or you might evaluate <laughs> some things. But, you know, at the same time, people do change, too. You're right. You feel what I'm saying? So she could have... Look, we all through yeah, we all go through that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. women go through their whole stage, niggas go through their whole stage right, too. Right. We, you know, we testing the waters. Well, we, except right. Nikki, because Nikki, Nikki, Nikki ain't had a whole phase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know mean, why, but and I don't I don't mean all women, I know, all yeah, people yeah, in general, yeah. but you know, we have that stage in our youth where we just Wild and we, we kinda out there a little yeah. bit. You know what I'm saying? And I get it, but at at some point you gotta grow up. Like I don't know how old her, yeah, yeah, her yeah. you know, his wife's friends are, but if they mm. like in their 30s still doing that and hey man yeah. but at this at this point man I don't judge nobody no more you feel what I'm saying it's live your life if that's how you want to live it right go, go ahead and live it don't make me shit hey right it ain't, it ain't putting money in my account it ain't exactly. putting food on the table so you you, know, you live how you want to live I ain't never seen an eagle with a bunch of pigeons I'm just saying unless they were eating <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> Shit happens. You might want to talk to your wife, B, but to get her from around that shit, she she got to get a new set of friends. She got to get a yo. Maybe your wife don't want a, a new set of friends. Maybe she cool with these whole yeah, ass friends. Maybe she accepts them as they are. You know. Yeah, maybe I mean, she do. I well, mean, is she out there with them all the she time? She might. She might be a reformed hoe. You know. Can can you delete your wholeness? Can your can your wholeness be deleted? Hold no, on. but it can be. It can. Are you a hoe though? Nah. Okay. How? Right. It can't I'm be just deleted. asking. Why would I be a hoe? Because this kind of. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just asking. I'm asking you, are you a hoe? Why would I be a hoe? Talk, talk about it. I don't know why. I'm just asking. That's a question. Why Is, you ask me? Yes though? or no? Because <laughs> I hang with you, nigga. So if you a hoe in that damn, hypothetically speaking, I would have to be a hoe too. I mean, you you got your nice nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to laugh. <laughs> 
He was trying to say basically, if I, that means if, Nicole, we love you. I'm just joking, baby. If one is in the other, <laughs> I just feel like, sir, that you know, if you don't feel comfortable with her, I mean, what what was the question though? The question was. How do you get her to understand that or listen to yeah, that? How do you, how do you get her to understand like yo your friends is hoes I don't want you hanging around these hoes to be associated with these hoes. So he doesn't want he doesn't want her to have those friends anymore. Yeah, because they hoes. So let them. Like I said one used to be a stripper. All right, well let them be let them be them. Like just keep your wife at home. <laughs> you cannot keep you cannot hold a person hostage at home. You, you can, can, but you, you can't can control her. who she talks to. Right, you can. Well, I can I can control that. I don't know, but at the same time, <laughs> if you if you got if you guys are like in a union and partners like. You know, you got to listen to your partner too, I would assume. Yeah. You don't want to hold them hostage, but at the same time, like, if, you know, the energy is real. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. like, if you around that, mm. chances are, like, you gonna you may be put in a situation where you exactly. around the wholeness and all that. Now, that's going to jeopardize everything. Now, you putting your whole relationship in jeopardy. Right. But, you know, I don't know, man. Like I said, Pete, Lee, <laughs> go ahead and live your life, man. Exactly. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't don't, judge. Don't worry, don't worry about her friend so much as... You worry about your, worry about what, you your, wife. your wife. You know what I'm saying? Her that's make it. sure she's... Doing what she got to do, and y'all, you know what I mean. Y'all yeah, still that skeleton 100%. in the closet shit is like a that's a that's a fucking tightrope, b. That's a I don't know. Facts. You might have to do some research, man. Facts. Just make sure you feel comfortable. But with don't your get wife. divorced because this right. fucking ratchet ass show. Just just don't. I'm, I don't know, nigga. I don't know nothing. I'm not ratchet, so <laughs> a little bit on the low. No, oh, just a little. You got your moments. Are you right. Um, <laughs> ho- hope we helped you out, brother, a little bit. Um, <laughs> shout outs. <laughs> Y'all got any shout outs? Shout out to my babe, shout out to my family, shout out to love, shout out to y'all. What about you, X? Shout out to everybody. <laughs> yo, you are, yo, are you okay, my nigga? <laughs> I'm good. I'm are good. Are you sure? Man. I'm good. All right. Um, shout out to Bruno Mars. He put out an incredible fucking album. Um, I'm Bruno to, Mars is beast on the low. I'm trying to figure out who got the best album of the year, though. I don't know if it's like Solange. I don't know if it's Bruno. I try to drink it Views. away. I don't know. I don't, I don't, Drum, you know, Drum got a good ass album too, though. Nigga that made broccoli. Yo, I know you're looking at me crazy. I'm on, you gotta hear it, my nigga. Right. Trust me. <laughs> yo, have a drink, yo. I don't, I don't, I don't Solange, like you like this, yo. Solange, she actually had a whole one. Solange, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Solange is. Have another. <laughs> Solange's album, I really, Fuck really it. like. Did y'all hear any of these albums? Solange, yeah. Uh, Drake. No, you didn't hear? Which one? Views. Um, yeah, yeah definitely. I heard that one. Um, Each year that go by, I listen to less and less new music. I'm going to keep it real. True. Why? Just because I can't. It, it's hard for me to really listen to these niggas like that. I mean, the bad niggas we can weed out. I'm talking about the actual good music that actually pushes through. Because, like I said, Bruno Mars got an incredible fucking album. It's like all 90s music. It's like, it, right. it give you that 90s vibe. Um, that song that he to, has I'm out. I'm going to have to check that out. Then. That 24 karat magic shit? Yeah, I like that. Nigga. I, I heard it. I heard you it. Have a, nigga. Oh, that joint's all. I heard it on 99.9. And I was like, why is this on 99? When it first started, I was like, why is this on 99.9? I was like, oh, it's Bruno Mars. And then he got this other song on his album called Finesse. That shit is it. Quest, Tribe Called Quest They had a good ass fucking on See, 11, I told you was gonna talk on 11, See, the mic right here bro. On 11-11 it came out <laughs> he, he got the camera So you know Now there's a lot of There's a lot of hip hop albums That came out I know Mickey Fax Has dropped one mm-hmm. I think uh, Smoke Dizzy And Pete Rock About to drop one Or they already dropped one Yeah I heard about that um, Don't I Smoke know, Rock Right Yeah Don't Smoke Rock uh, Tribe Called Quest um, I think Audio Push Just dropped a new project too mm. yeah, I mean there's a lot of new A lot of new albums That just came out recently But you know it all gets drowned out by 
The bullshit. Mediocre. Yeah, fucking little yaddies and shit. When did, what was the last album, what was the last album you all listened to in its entirety? Bruno Mars. Uh, Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas. Yeah. Mm. And he had an old soul. What about you, Pat? The last album I listened to in its entirety? Man, I don't even... It's a lot of whack albums out here. I know, brother. I'm sorry. I probably, I probably said the last one I listened to in its entirety. Probably, um... Maybe, Jay, I think, Jay-Z's Volume 3. Hmm. Have yeah. a, I haven't listened to that shit Holes yet. Volume 3. Uh, yeah, because one of my favorite songs on there is... Uh, the Watch or Watch Me. You talking about the one with Dre? No, no, no. That was two. Nah, Jesus. Oh, Three is the one Big Pimpin' is on. I can't remember. Yeah, Big Pimpin' is on that was. one. What, what else is on there? On what? Um, Volume three? On, yeah. Big Pimpin', um, Watch Me, Pop for Rock. Um, that's not the one with uh, Money Cash Holes on it, right? Mm-mm. No, that was uh, that was two as well, I think. Okay. Yeah, but the main joint that was on it was Big Pimpin'. Dun, 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 dun. Well, since we talking about The Rock, let's get into our next segment. <clears throat> this Can't Be Life. So let's get into Kanye real quick, right? Uh, Kanye had a nervous fucking breakdown. He uh, had a Sacramento show where he did two songs, and he ran it for 17 minutes, then he canceled the fucking show, then he canceled the rest of his tour dates. Um, recently hospitalized. Um, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> Under Jim Jones. Under Jim Yeah, this nigga wild. Um, um, there's so much going on with Kanye West, especially with Kim Kardashian. Yeah. So what do you what do you think is going on with West? Like, do you think this is just like the normal artist depression stage that he's getting at, or is it drugs, or mm. is it life getting to him? Like, what do you what the fuck is wrong with Kanye right now? I think he needs a break. Yeah, he probably need a break. I think it's just life, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all go through shit. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? And just imagine like the magnitude of what he's going through. Like, he's super famous. Eyes all on him. His wife. Everyone got opinions on his wife. Everyone mm. got opinions on him. People right. talking about, you know, his daughter, how they raising his daughter. His mom just died less than a decade ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And just that's key, right? What there, he's too. trying to no, it's not man. Right. What, he, what he's trying to do, like I, I understand, like as an artist, like I understand his passion. He may, he may go about it in a slightly different way than I would approach it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, I I understand where he's going. He's trying to, he's trying to really do something for like the the culture of it. Like I really do feel like he's trying to do it the way he's going about it. Probably wrong, mm. but I really do feel like he's passionate uh, about what he does in his art. Um, but I feel like all that takes into takes into account of what he's going through right now. Like I can't, I'm not on his level, right? So I can't even imagine the stress right. that goes on day in and day out, like mm. with the music, the BS in the industry. We all know that there's a whole Bunch of BS in the shit he's right, right. waiting for. Shit he's waiting for. He's trying to do this clothing, his shoes, people fronting on him. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? So he's probably, and probably not only that, but like, like you still got your personal issues you got to deal with with family. Mm. You still got a daughter to raise. You probably right. got to have problems with your wife, her right. family. They, you right. know what I mean? It's just a whole bunch of shit that's coming at him. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. I mean, we've seen it with a, with a, with a lot of artists on any, anyone in the entertainment or, um, in the entertainment world, yeah, or whoever's whoever's famous, like yo, they go crazy. They usually die around this point. Yeah, they yo, they legit, they go crazy, man. I don't, you know what? Pray for let Kanye. Me, you know Word. what? Let me let me scale that back. I don't want to say crazy because that's kind of like, you know, that's subjective or dismissive or to call somebody crazy because mm-hmm. right? you, I don't know what the, what the dude's going through, but he's going through something. Obviously, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? And I feel like just the way society is, the people just 
automatically turn around and say, point the finger, are you crazy? Like, nah, like, mm. half of us would probably fold under that situation. Right. And probably do crazy drugs and jump off a, jump off a, 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 a 50-foot building or whatever, 50-story building or whatever. jumping off his house then, rich motherfucker. Yeah, but, you know, hey, you know, that's know, that's man. the life. That's that's part of it. You know what I'm saying? You got to accept the good and the bad, whatever you choose. People saying he might be bipolar. Well, he's a Gemini. That nigga's tripolar, quadpolar, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Kanye got mad personalities that just come out at any point in time. A Gemini. Yeah. a lot. I feel like a lot of artists go through that, I though. I forgot like, Pablo came out this year, too. That might be yeah. the album of the year. Mm-hmm. Might be. Might be. I don't know. But I got to go back and really look at the albums this year. It's, it's been a light year musically year. to me. Chance the Rapper came out too this year, right? Had a good album, but ain't album of the year. I mean, at the at the fucking School Grammys Boy and Q shit, too. At, the, at the Grammys, it's going to be Lemonade, Solange, Bruno, and Drake or some Lemonade shit. Lemonade wasn't even that hard. You go, chill out. Yeah, we need them Beyonce fans right now. I, we, I, don't, I don't need the beehive coming after me. Fuck Beyonce fans. This is me. <laughs> I hear them bees outside <laughs> right now. <laughs> right. Don't give a shit. We have just received a report that New York City is under attack by swarms of killer bees. They have been seen approaching from Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, and Staten Island. We urge you to stay in your homes at this time, as we will be bringing you up-to-the-minute information. I'll take your honey and run. <laughs> Word. That's a bar. Word. Word. <laughs> Yo, so what you think, X? What's, what, what the fuck is up with Kanye? I mean, I think I think that his his mother passing away less than a decade niggas ago. Niggas gotta is, stop with no, this mother you, shit, you gotta yo. Understand too, niggas' he, mothers die every day, b. Niggas don't act like this, shush, yo. Shush. How many niggas do you know where their mother died? A lot. Right. I I know at least four niggas that's okay right now. Their mothers died when they was young. Well, this when is they was young, but Kanye was like a grown twelve, fourteen, but they, they thirty unexpectedly, now. though. Yeah, and honestly, a lot of people... One they, did, the other three didn't. A lot of people go that, through though. that. A lot of people, like, they deal with those situations differently. Like, right. it could hit you five years later. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, Especially I don't know... Especially if you're not admitting it to yourself. Right, sometimes, like, he could have been working so much from that time to now that he tried to block it out I think, as, as much as he could. I, think I don't know. That was the problem where his mother died and he didn't take a break, where... Right. He tried to stay busy to forget about it. He was at the height and of like, his career. Like, like you need time. to grieve at some point. Like, you got to grieve about this shit. Like, especially somebody that close, like your right. mother. Like, if it's your mother, father, brother, whoever. So like, if you you're saying that, then how do why? you say that's yeah. not because, a... Because, like, niggas keep harping on this shit. Like, oh, his mother died. Like, Maybe it's, it's, it's just it's, you it's, tired it's, it's, it's of hearing the, it. It's the, an, it's the anniversary of his mother. Like, niggas do this shit every year. Like, every other year since his mother died. Like, every time Kanye time go out. through something, it's his mother. Time out. Time out. His mom passed recently. Ten years ago. Well, I mean, like, the anniversary is recently. It's since it's, it's so. it like sometime November, two thousand sixteen. I mean, it's sometime in November. Sometime in November. So in November. So around this time, he's acting out. Now I'm talking about they do this shit every year. It every every time Kanye it, go it, through something, they, they put it on matter. his mother. All right, look at look at it this way. On your Kanye birth- just can't be off. But look he can't at, be medically but look at it. Kanye th- been like this before his mother died. Shut up. Look at it this way. Tell me, shut up. On shut up. On your birthday, you celebrate every year. Right. On your birthday, you celebrate every year. Right. If someone with significance in your life passes, you're going to feel some type of way every year he or around daughter. that time. His daughter don't have his mother. To his teach mother him. was really special to him. You know what I'm saying? When you look at your kids, at least when I look at my kids, mm. I'm glad that my mother can go talk to them and say, 
whatever, whatever. She told me mm-hmm. he ain't got that right now. And it's I'm not saying his, his son. I'm not saying that. his mother not being here is what makes him crazy. But niggas use that as the only excuse as to why he's like the way he is. Like. Do we forget that Kanye got on national TV and said George Bush don't care about black people? Well, but that's facts, do, do, though. That's facts. <laughs> that's facts, though. He just don't but have a filter. you can't make a controversial statement without being some type of off. Like, no, 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 no normal person. What? He no just, normal. Nigga, uh, you make no, controversial statements all the time, Are you nigga. off? I'm not nobody. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, I know I'm not all that. Nigga been telling me since I was eight something wrong with that boy. I know I'm off. But I'm not Kanye, right? But, but you could be. You could be. I but mean, Kanye hey, is... Thanks listen, for the motivation, bro. Kanye is, <laughs> Kanye is Kanye, and Kanye has a right to react and choose and to do what he chooses. Now, from so an we don't outsider... So we don't think drugs had anything to do with this. Mm-mm. Even if it did. Like, I know niggas that say they seen Kanye do coke. He might have. I don't Pablo. Think, I think if, if you doing a... Overabundant amount of coke, it might drive you a little crazy, but you gotta be crazy to do coke anyway. No, so you don't you just gotta be famous and, and it gotta be available to you. See? <laughs> Couple white girls is over, he says. Well I didn't been around a lot of white girls and I ain't never did coke. I'm gonna keep it real. Coke. Right. They was probably broke white girls. They ain't they ain't I'm pretty sure they know somebody that got it. We shouldn't judge Kanye because we don't know Kanye as Kanye right. knows Kanye. I ain't so judging that man. I ain't been like let I him just, mourn. Let him. I just live. hope he get better. Me too. You know Pray for saying? Kanye. Man, 2020. Yeah, but I mean, I can see it though. We gotta understand too. Like that that inter- entertainment industry is a taxing. But did you hear? But did you hear the rant on stage though? I did not. No. It was it was about Beyonce. It was about Jay Z. It was about people not supporting him. Like this nigga canceled a concert, right? Where people paid maybe like five hundred dollars a ticket. Kids, right? And you gonna do two songs and walk the fuck off stage and talk about I mean, niggas that's, not? That's, su- he talked about niggas not supporting him and then pull this shit. Like if you felt like this before you got on stage when Cuddy came out, he hugged Cuddy. He did all that bullshit. If you felt like that before you got on stage, my nigga, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have went out. That like it's bad for business. You can't talk about support, and then when niggas support you, it got, you got kids crying like, "Yo, I saved up money for this concert," and then he do two songs and rent for seven. Niggas ain't here to hear rants, no nigga. Do flashing lights. That's all I want to hear. My shit. We, that is I mean, my you shit. looking at it from the fan perspective, but at the end of the day, he's still a man. But you can't he's rant. You can't. Individual. You can't do the shit that Kanye does. Then expect motherfuckers to feel sorry for you. So what? What, what, what should we do then? I don't know. Stop supporting Kanye. No, we don't stop supporting Kanye. We just make sure. Kanye I didn't say gets don't pray for Kanye. I just said stop supporting the nigga because right. the niggas like he's not dependable. He's like we know he's off. He does this shit every. Well, we're not gonna. I think that's why Kanye. they say. I think that's why they say the fans of hip hop is some fickle motherfuckers because as soon as something happened to you on a personal level, they have you heard Kanye's go disappear? Okay, have you heard most of Kanye's rants where he goes, "I'm Michelangelo." I'm Walt I don't Disney. think I don't think that's rants. I I think it's He's a rant. My nigga, the great. I don't think it's so. There's far no great fetched. person that ever proclaimed they were, like Michael Jackson just made music. Walt Disney just Michael made Jackson cartoons. was also big at a time when social media and all that type of shit wasn't the. It you know thing. what I mean. Kanye has never been Con- humble to the point where he's not going to talk about Kanye. It like, all comes right, back Kanye. to the mic. Bitten. Before he even was famous, he was talking about, yo, I'm going to be that nigga. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. That's Kanye. And we, everybody thought, ah, oh, this is just another broke nigga with some fresh sneakers <laughs> that's talking crazy. Like, right. And then he did it. And then everybody said, oh, man, all right, well. Give him some respect. Right. I'm just So saying. now he's saying, yo, I'm going, I'm trying. What he was trying to say in that, in that rant. You was, ain't got the answer, X. 
<laughs> you no, ain't got the answers. <laughs> but what he was trying to say was he's trying to be on that level. He's trying to say that he but is... But nigga, just do it. Stop fucking talking. What he was trying to say is he was trying to do things to that magnitude, and he was needing backers to financially invest into that. My nigga, if you wanted financial bag, you should have did the rest of your fucking shows. You should have canceled 16 fucking days. You should have made up that money. This was before the fucking canceling if you, shows, nigga. He, if he got on Twitter and said, yo, I need $50 million for something, and then you canceled the rest of your fucking tour days, what does that say? Nigga, money wasn't really the issue. You wanted you to rent about something. then and now. We talking about Nigga, that wasn't that. Was that was talking. this right, year. Can we talk about something else? No, he, he said this two years ago, at least. What, the shit about him needing money? The shit about him being fucking Disney and fucking whoever else. Michelangelo and whoever. Eh, whatever. Pray for Kanye. <laughs> that's, uh, how, that's how you know Domino. <laughs> don't care no more. He like, yeah, whatever. Fuck whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, because Nikki... <laughs> I don't because you guys... Kanye West is Kanye West. Let's, let's Kanye be Kanye. All right, so let's talk about hoes again, right? So, internet hoes versus hoes in reality. <laughs> Which one is worse? What's the difference? Hoes in reality. Why? Because they actually doing shit now... If you a hoe on the internet, you like How? only like a a, a a step below that motherfucker. <laughs> right. How do you be a hoe on the internet? Describe an internet hoe. An internet hoe is uh, somebody. The bitch that's selling flat tummy tea. Uh, the teeth whiteners. Wow. Um, you don't have shit with this guy. She yo. doing shit for likes. You're in a bikini. Right. That's just attention sinking, though. Yeah, you, that's you're, you're a hoe. <laughs> according to this video, that I forget who posted it, mm-hmm. but according to this video, this chick came on and said, "I'm not a hoe in real life. I'm an internet hoe." Basically, proud she said it. she's proud to be an internet hoe because all she does is get on social media and, and get naked, get naked, and get niggas to likes. I don't want to even repeat that, but she just. Basically puts herself out on the internet. She's not actually fucking nobody, but if she want to get naked and shake her ass and bust it open and, you know what I mean, hey, doorbell her fucking nipples on out. the internet, that's what the fuck she could what do. What is it, doorbell? I just made How do you doorbell up. your nipples? I don't know, but I know what he <laughs> meant. Ding, ding, ring. Cha-ching. Pat, what's worse, internet hoes or real life hoes? Man, I figured a real life hoe, man, because they... They really, they really are here. They, you know? here. they are here doing it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but bringing like, it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <clears throat> like I said, the internet shit. I feel like that's just for likes and attention, man. Like a lot of people. I'm not saying everyone, but like some people get get their self self esteem legit only from the internet or for likes. Like people really feel like likes likes on the internet equate to people <laughs> liking you in real life or thinking you the shit in real life. Like. Oh, nah, a lot, of the, a lot of this shit's the facade, yeah, man. What you guys say, X? I'm trying to word this properly. Nah, why? There's a, there's a ch- why? Why? <laughs> Talk about Yo, it. Yo, hold up. Basically, Yo, I don't want to go into this. <laughs> nah, no. man, you already you started. Be not. You gotta go. Ba- but basically, like he's saying, likes don't equate to your status yeah, in no. the real world. I, I know no, who are you I talking know, about? I know males and females who say, "Oh, I got." 50 likes on this post I'm doing something That don't mean shit Them likes ain't putting dollars in your pocket 
Sometimes they are. Now, if you if 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 fifty for, likes is not putting oh, not, not dollars 50, in, nah, your, that, in your pocket, nah. if if some if somehow some way you're monetizing what you're doing, right. you feel what I'm saying? Then I'll I'll applaud you for that. If you right. legit able to make a living off whatever you if you sell them flat tummy to you, you <laughs> make a, and you making a stack a week off that, hey man, go ahead and get your hustle Ooh, on. Yeah, you feel dang. what I'm saying? Mm. Get your money. But if you just out here just posting pictures just for likes and you just sitting around thinking that's something, then you know I just whatever. say the reason why I say. Online hoes is a notch below real hoes is because nowadays we live in a world where your social media is an extension of you. Right. Mm-hmm. If I don't know you, what do I do? That's what you're going to go I go to your Instagram, right. your Facebook, and I get to know you based upon that. So right. if I go to your page as a female and you out here showing me everything on your uh, social media page, when I see you in person, that's what I'm going to assume that you are. Oh, you the real. That's how I'ma treat you, and how I'ma treat you is based upon what you what you gave me on the fucking internet. Right. What you want me to say? Social media right. is like it's like a resume. <laughs> you feel what exactly. I'm saying? Like you and submit like a, you, you submit a resume high, to a job, they gonna check your credentials. Okay, exactly. you meet somebody. The first thing you want to go, you want to go see. You want to go check yeah, their social right. media. What Let is, me see what this what person's about. Exactly. Okay, that's facts. All right, so. Nikki, what's your opinion that I'm, I want to go? I, um, I got something to say. Uh, I think a hoe is a hoe, and either way, <laughs> it's not, no one is better than the other. So they they out here, they out here. Word. Now, I personally think the internet hoe is worse than the actual reality hoe, mm. and the reason why is right. Now, back to the question that we had about this thing of wife being a hoe, which she probably is. Now, where was? Now, yo, let's specify who you talking about. <laughs> Would you talk about this person who... The question, dude. I know, but let's specify that. <laughs> Somebody could plug in at the wrong time and be like, who you calling <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. All right. You have but, to rewind. <laughs> but <laughs> now, if his wife was a hoe, maybe she did mash it and he don't know about right. it. He's none the wiser, right? He don't know right, about none right, of that. Right. Now, they could be married. They could be happy. He don't know his wife didn't suck 15 dicks in a week or like she had trains ran all through high school. It's everything's a bl- it's up in the air. It's in the cloud, nigga. Right. Nobody right. knows. But the internet, ho, these pictures don't get deleted half the time. Like, these these pictures sometimes live on forever. So, one day, your titties going to sag. This ass going to drop. Mm-hmm. You will get pregnant by some baller-ass nigga. And then your grandkids or your kids are going to see these pictures. These These will come back to haunt you at some point. Like... The the real famous ones, like like the real famous IG girls, at some point, these are gonna come back where it's like, yo, grandma, why you selling flat tummy tea in Dubai and shit? Just and, to dispute that though, do you got all your pictures from your MySpace page? Nah. Can you go to your old MySpace page? Yeah, if I remember my login. I'm saying, is it visible to everybody still right now? Yeah. You sure about that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't know about that shit. <laughs> I, I didn't even know, know MySpace was still up. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it's like once these networks die, then all that information dies. In 50 years, nigga, I don't Google's unless, not oh, going hey, nowhere unless a nigga takes screenshots that you asked out. Oh, nigga, Literally. I got you know, what I'm hundreds of screenshots in my phone of IG bitches. What happened? See? CIA owns Twitter. I think CIA owns Facebook too. Brother, after you get done on that camera, I need you to get on the mic. Come take a seat. Take a seat. Just take a load (laughs) on me. Now, like I said, Google ain't going nowhere. Yeah, but I mean, when you Google pictures, Google is different from when MySpace was around 2000, 2005 when it actually died to now, nigga. I mean, all that stuff is saved. 
It's saved the snap, somewhere. The, the Snapchat, all the, everything saved. Everything is saved. Some it's somewhere in the in the database. So all that stuff and whatever you post, whether you de- whether you delete it or not, right? It's an it's funny because I was somewhere. just it's funny because I was just watching that movie Snowden. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the whole the WikiLeaks dude. Mm-hmm. Like I never knew what that whole thing was about until I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Like they could legit hack into your um your, the camera on your laptop. And watch you, and, let's, and that's with, why and, that's why a bunch of niggas so, put black tape over their laptops. So now I understand cameras. what I never understood what that whole thing was about until I watched that movie. So that's wild. The niggas that go the NAFTA organization, I, I forget what the hell NAFTA stands for, mm-hmm. but some of them niggas end up becoming Google CEOs and shit, or or <laughs> the other way around, some shit like that. Mm. So it goes to show, like these people go from the government to these organizations, or vice versa, right? You know they sharing information. You know they tapping into what they knew about this mm. to tap into that. Like, you know what I'm saying? That shit is. So you say hoes is hoes. Mm-hmm. Real life hoes. Real life hoes. Right. Cool. All right. All right. So uh, let's get into this documentary that we uh, all Whoa. watched. Uh, did, did you, you Nick, watch it too? No, nah, I don't think so. Oh. Um, Nick, you want to? Talk about it. All right. So I had this idea that we should watch a movie and come up with our own, um, come with a, come up with our question, come up with questions, have ideas so we can discuss it. And the movie that I chose um, was The Mask We Wear. And it was, it's on Netflix. The Mask You Live In. The Mask You Live In, my bad. Mm. Um, And it's on Netflix because everybody has Netflix these days, supposedly. And. I just want to go into the questions. Oh, before we go into that, the next movie, um, we should rock, paper, scissor now so that one of you can choose it. Mm. One of you. Rock, paper, scissor. So that you guys know who's choosing the next right movie. Right now? Yeah, why not? Okay. Rock, paper, scissor. Come uh, okay. So, yeah. Rock, paper, scissor. Shoot. Rock, paper, scissor. Shoot. All right. Who won? Him. Okay, so you got to choose the next one. All right. All right. So the movie that we um we watched was The Mask We Live In. and ma- Yeah. I got it right? Mask you live in. So it's basically about um, men and boys and the the basically their the It's about the life. social constraints and social norms that we put on boys to be men. So it's like boys are taught, you know, don't cry, don't be a sissy, don't be a pussy. Uh, being a womanizer is okay. Shit like that. Um, My first question is be a man. The mm. three words, be a man. What does that mean to you? Everything that they said in the movie not to be. Exactly. It's uh, don't be a sissy. You're not supposed to cry. Get the fuck up. Stop acting like a pussy. Don't do this. You acting like a girl. Don't do this. Now, for a lot of boys, that's not how reality is supposed to be because everybody's not built the same. Mm-hmm. But I feel like every everything in that documentary... Like there was there was points I I had a lot of oh shit moments. Then it was a lot of points I was like, yeah, that's complete bullshit. Because it's certain things as a man I feel like you're supposed to be taught. You're not supposed to just go through life living life how you want to live, and then your dad or like a male person gives you little tidbits here and there. I feel like what you mean? Explain that. What? What you just said? What little things? Like you know your dad or like your uncle said like. When you talk to a man, you look him in the eye or, right, you know, right. nice firm handshake, That's shit like that. respect, though. Yeah, no, I'm saying, like, a lot of, they, when, when you're forcing your son to be a man and he's nowhere near that, it's, it's yeah, like, like, you're, you you're, like, like, like you're, you're forcing him to be something that he's not mm-hmm. yet grown into. 
or know anything about being. Right. And then he and then they're reprimanded for not being that. Right. Exactly. And they don't know any better. And then you got these kids that you know don't have a male figure in their life, so they they don't have anybody to talk to, and then they wind up unloading on the world where where it be violence, whether it be rape, whether it be you know this that and the third. And then, you know, you see these people in prison or they're just not well off when, like, in the latter of their life. Like, it's just fucked up. Mm-hmm. What did, what was your take on the um, documentary, X? I mean, I thought it was cool. Like, there are some parts that I agreed with 100%. And then there were parts that I kind of felt like it's, it's reaching a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I think as a man, we... How can I put this? We, we, we are trying to teach our boys mm. how to be men according to us. Right. You know what I'm saying? According to how you we know. learn. What I know from my father. My father, uh, all I can do is put it in my terms. So my father always told me, somebody fuck with you, you fuck with them back. That's the, that, you know that, what I'm saying? That's like, another thing in the documentary. Like, we can't keep putting violence on our sons. Like, hey, if you getting picked on, you know, well, you're supposed to fuck somebody up. I think like, that's it's, I mean, it's not supposed to be like that, quote unquote. Like, that's, that's, Supposedly. I, I, I feel but like that's I mean, bullshit, kind of. Right. I, I feel like that's bullshit because my father always told me, like, yo, don't start shit with people. Don't go to school fucking bullying, bullying people, people. And, and, and assaulting people. But mm-hmm. if somebody fuck with you... Don't tell no teachers. Just do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Because when you come home... You're not going to get in trouble, nigga. You're not going to get in trouble right. for smacking the shit out of a motherfucker who put his hands on you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I teach my son the same shit. Like, mm. don't fucking stand there and just get bullied. Don't stand there and just get assaulted. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Protect yourself. Defend yourself. Defend yourself yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I have a few questions for you guys. Because <laughs> it's a room for the men in here. I'm the right. only queen. Right, um, what does it take to be you? Let's start with um what does it take to be me? Yes, what does it take to be you? Who are you and what does it take to be you? Like as a man, what's your what's your core? What does it take to be you? Um my core is respect. Mm. That's number one to me. Um having integrity, mm-hmm. um, treating people how you want to be treated. Word. Right. Um, you know, I firmly believe in being a person of your word. Mm-hmm. Word. Um, leading. Mm-hmm. Word of um, lead, you know. We, men, many and women have important roles, you know what I'm saying, in this world. Mm. But just personally, for me, like, for me, you have to, you have to, you have to lead. You mm. know what I'm saying? You have to show by example. Right. You can't just say, "Hey, do this, do this, do this, do that," and expect the people to be expect whoever you're leading, whether your kids, mm. whether it's your wife, whether right. it's your students, right. to just know. Like, you got to show them the right. way. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. But that's just. That's just how that's just how I am. That's what that's my core belief. You know what I'm saying? Just mm. but respect is a big thing. That's number one to me. You know what I'm saying? And making sure that you're educated. And I don't mean necessarily educated, book smart educated, but educated on like um health. Educated on on um what I say, health educated on health, um, educated on law. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just different things in the world, the stuff that they don't teach you. In school, you right. feel what I'm saying? They teach you, oh, you know, you go to the gym and then you go to English class and then mm. you go to, so, you know, social studies and right. they teach you, you know what yeah, I mean? The stuff. whole world bullshit. Right. right. They teach you the, the BS, like know the world, understand where you come from too. Mm. You feel what exactly. I'm saying? Culture. And just, like I said, your, your culture, exactly. Right. But again, number one in me is respect. How about mm. you, Domino? What do you think of you? I think Pat hit everything on the nose, but the only thing I was at it, 
I would add is just being street smart because I'm nowhere near the hoodest nigga, but if you drop me off in the hood, I could maneuver. So I feel like those core principles are things that a man needs. And I don't wanna say I don't wanna say be sensitive to certain things or like I I feel like it's a it's a case by case basis on, on a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you can be sensitive to this, but you can't be all the way like acting like a girl, like sensitive, like real, like just folding under pressure type shit. Like I don't right. I don't think that's that's the core value of a man. Like when you're faced with an obstacle, you like that you fight or flight it. shit, that flight shit should be out the window. It's like I right, I gotta do what I gotta do type shit. Handle it. I mean it, it depends like it depends like I said, on the it's, situation. it's case by case, but I feel like at, at your core, when you're faced with a problem, you gotta figure out how to handle it. Right. It could take some time, but you gotta do what a man does or right. quote unquote what a man does and do that I shit. I think I think and that's one of the parts that about the movie that I had a problem with is there is a role that a man plays in this world. I got a question ooh, for you, ooh, Nikki. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. That go ahead. Go, you can you go ahead. Nah, he was talking. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, but there, I think there's a role that the man plays in in I mean, in this world right now in in our society, it's it's kind of like I guess what the word is, what, convoluted or something? It's like watered down. It's like, you know what I mean? Mm. You want to be the guy with the, you know, at least what they push is the guy with the biggest muscle and the, right. and the strongest and the fastest. Right. And the, the, you know what I mean? That is not so much as important as just being a man who is respectable, mm. that stands up for his moral fucking code mm. and being a real motherfucker, for lack right. of a better term. Like, it's, it's just... Be real. You see a fucking girl on the fucking side crying about some asker was wrong. Yeah, like, like that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know right. what I'm saying? I mean, don't fucking rape girls. Don't you know what I'm saying? Protect and provide. Like, like, protect protect and provide. Exactly. That answers my next my my follow up question was what what are the rules? What is the responsibility? What is the role of a of a man from your perspective? Like, what is your job? Like, when it, what do you do? When it comes to that. Like men and women are here for the same reason. You women are supposed to pick up what men lack, and vice versa. Men are supposed to pick up with what women lack. Or what the fuck did I say? We're supposed to compensate for you. Yeah, basically, right. Mm-hmm. So if he's not sensitive, you're supposed to be that sensitivity. Mm-hmm. You're not strong. We're supposed to be the physically strong man. Like, we're, like it takes two halves to be a whole. Right. Everybody out here trying to be a whole by themselves. Right. Like it's, I don't know. It's. It can't be like that. It, it can't. It I can't mean, you, be like you, that. I mean, you have to be. I mean, you do have to be whole as far as yourself. your yourself, your happiness. You know, you should never rely on your partner to complete your happiness. Exactly. Your happiness should no, already it, be there. It should exactly. just complement. Right. But it should, it, it should be certain things that a woman's supposed to bring into your life, and, like that, what? and, that, and that you add to her. Like, like I said, if a lot of men aren't really that sensitive into their feelings, That's I cry during movies, shit like that. A woman comes into your life, she might make you a little more softer. Like, my daughters have made me a little more softer. Like, I might tear up watching a fucking Disney movie or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, shit might happen, but before they came along, before I got a girlfriend that really taught me some shit, couldn't tell me nothing. Like, I was with my boys all the time. Like, I had a certain value where I was like, I can't be broken. I'm not I'm not that into my feelings. I don't like to talk type of shit. Like, and then when you get a girl that actually bring that out of you, it's like, oh, you know, she, she's bringing something into my life. She's She, she fills a void somewhere mm. where I can express that to somebody. Like it's it's all different types of shit. All right, I have another question. Well, actually, a couple. Um, 
Um, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Now. I can ask you right now? Yeah. All right, right. So, watching the documentary, it was like, you know, men ain't supposed to cry. They're supposed to be sensitive, this, that, and the third, right? So, basic human, why, why we're here, right? We're supposed to live procreate and die, right? We're supposed to put people on this earth to keep this motherfucker spinning, right? Nah. <laughs> right? Like, right, yeah. like wait. <laughs> so, when women are looking for a suitable mate, what are they looking for? Uh, they're looking for a strong man. They're looking, like, they're, they're looking for a man that can lead, a man right. that can take control. Depends on what woman you're They're, they're looking for a manly man. Really, Nikki? Yeah, because they're... Most, most women are looking for a man well, that can protect... why do you say that, though? Why, wh- because wh- everybody's needs are different, you know? <coughs> there are women who grew up with a masculine... With a, with different types of... In a different environment. There are women who um, had their fathers. There are women who didn't have their fathers. Women who had their fathers versus women who didn't have their fathers. Their needs are different versus... But- but I think the general consensus yeah, but, but, is a woman but, but, is looking for a strong yeah, man. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like when you're looking for a suitable mate for a wife or just somebody to to procreate with, you're looking for a man. You're right. looking for like you're looking for you're a fucking looking for, man. You're not looking you're not for looking somebody for, that's gonna cry right. with you all I the mean, time. I mean, I know, I know, I am, but I'm just thinking that's gonna cry with you all the time. I wants to. That, that, no, 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 no. I'm looking for, me like, personally. I want a like man. A, like I want okay, a man. That's what I'm saying. So, like, why do we act like? That's not what women want. Like, why do we have to dumb down? Who's we? Like, the documentary says men ain't supposed to cry and all this other shit. So what is your question? Well, the documentary was saying that men should be allowed. And they are. I think, should, I think should what, be what the documentary I think, I think, was more talking about, though, is the upbringing of boys. Not talking about full-grown men. Yeah, we're but, talking about but, boys but, and how uh, they should yeah, be but we're getting allowed ready to for ex- life. But, but, I mean, at nine years old... They were or talking, five years old, they talking about more. They were a child about, they should were, be allowed to express himself, however way he wants to express himself at that age. And yeah, but at that stage, your brain is still developing, so now you're gonna right. think that's okay. But now when you go into the real world and you're faced with certain things, and then you start crying about it, like that don't really. I think that's that's. I, I think that's kind of like I don't walk down the street and see too many women or men crying. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. we don't see that typically. Right, right, you know what right. I'm saying? It's like, it's situational. You Just, know what I mean? If 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 your woman, if you go home and your woman is crying because she lost her job, it's up to you to not cry with her, but just kind of yeah. give her some sympathize with her, kind of, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you lose your job and you cry, though, if you lose your job and you cry, though, your, your, your woman's supposed to be there to also do the same thing. But you're not, but as a man, I feel like you, you're supposed to pull yourself up by the bootstraps, figure out how you're going to get this money. Like, what the fuck is crying going to do? It's not going to do well, shit, but it's an outlet, that. It's but I'm a, saying that, outlet of it's, it's that energy. You know for what I'm frustration. So I you can imagine yeah. just a man, I lost my job, crying. Like, like, well, that, as long like as that, like, I'm not crying. saying I would. No, I'm, I'm just saying that picture looks crazy. Like somebody lost, like a man lost their job and he's sitting around crying. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, no. Well, not, I think there's a limit. You, yeah, there's a time yeah, frame. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If you wanna, but if we're teaching... If we're supposed to teach boys to uh, to express their feelings and not in you know not not hold everything in, so what the fuck are we teaching them now? We're saying like, oh, express everything. Well, it'd be you're teaching them to be honest with themselves first yeah, of all, right. because yes, you can cry about losing your job, but don't cry five days consecutively and then go in a five month binge about you know you don't have a job. You can cry five days or whatever, but get your ass up and go and find another job. Mm. You know, you can express that, but as long as you back it up with active act with active with actions that. Right. You can you that make you better, so that you can show that yes, you can express that. But after you express that, get up and go and do something about it. I, I haven't seen the documentary, but it sounds like what it sounds like to me is, all right. So 
the general consensus consensus is, I guess, to society is that crying is deemed as a form of weakness, amongst other things. Um, right. I, I don't think crying is a form of weakness. I feel like whether you're if you're a man, you cry about something or not. The whole goal is to okay. I had my down moment. Mm. Let me pull myself up and get back to mm-hmm. it. Not everyone expresses themselves the through way. crying, but right. what I do feel is that we do need to teach our children and each other, adults, whoever, everyone, mm. to understand their emotions. Yeah. Right. Because and if you don't, if you don't understand your emotions, that's see. Th- that's why a lot of people. That's why there's a lot of crimes getting committed. Com- mm-hmm. Committed. Exactly. That's why there's a lot of acts of passion, yep. murders, mm-hmm. all that. Because you don't know how to hold it. Right. You don't know how to hold it, and you don't know how to, how and to then take you that. You explode at the wrong time. You explode at the wrong moment. So when you got when you when you teach yourself mm. to understand who you are, understand your emotions, you can navigate through certain situations in a, in in a more logical way and you can right. teach others and to you can do teach it. others you know what i'm saying so the unfortunate part of it is i feel like we learning that later in life that should yeah. be taught at a young age but like right. we're so like oh you got to be rough and tough like nah mm. you gotta we not saying you gotta like you, you know what i'm saying play yeah. in the dirt every day and yeah. not cry go to the gym do yeah, mad push-ups. like you you know what i'm saying like understanding yourself and understand your own emotions also helps you on how to treat a woman too. Yeah, right. that's right. You feel what I'm saying? That so was a it's big like part of the documentary, right? A lot of these guys they they've been they they've just been programmed and taught to say, "Oh, just knock these girls down, knock these girls yeah, down." Yeah, that's hit a part, it, That was hit a part it, of the right, documentary. Hit it, hit it, and then now you're living in society that looks at women as just like. For pe- you, for you, like it's your it's your piece to do whatever you want to right, do with and it. Object, and, right, and that's object, not, right, yeah. right, right. Now, granted. There's some women who put themselves in that light, right? Mm-hmm. Which I don't that's, think that's right either. But again, right, right. to each his own. But hoes make from, the world go around. I'm sorry. Listen, there's pros and cons to hoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me just put yeah. that out there. But you yes. know, just as there's pros and cons to cheese. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I'm but um, saying. what the hell is a pro to cheese? Like besides it tasting good, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you know, we're, we're that that's what we young men are taught, and it's not necessarily the best thing because, like I said, you know, they look at women as objects. You feel what I'm saying? And then now you live in a society where I don't know. You know, you got a whole bunch of bullshit going confusion. on. Yeah, confusion, confusion. You know, like, let me do. say this: the womanizer thing was another thing. I felt like the documentary was speaking more about the raising of boys into men. You know mm. what I'm saying? And so what I took from the shit was as a man, we sometimes hard. I know you don't have a son. Right. But as a man, I'm sometimes hard on my son. Right. Because it's like similar to what the documentary like, was talking you, you about. Want you, you want your son to be your son a son certain to be way. A, right. To be a certain way. And you try to mold them to that. Because when he leaves your sight, he got to be able to handle himself exactly. like, in, in this world. But so it's, it's like there are times when I might confront him with a certain tone. Mm. And he might start crying. I might look at him and be like, "Yo, stop fucking crying! What the fuck wrong with you?" Right. But is it really my place to to do that? To tell when him how he should feel. In his eyes, he looking at it like, "My daddy's Damn. too hard on me." You know what I mean? He, right. he fucking screaming on me like, "What?" what and what, what he the wants hell? is the emotional. And what response. he what, what he's looking for. But that's what is he got a, a mother for, though. Hey. Oh, which I, go, which I, leads which leads to my next question. But I mean, some women ain't even that. Which leads to my next Let, question. Go, Nikki. Go. Okay. Ahead. So, um, with that being said, we you guys have expectations to, as a man. What are your expectations for a woman? What is the woman's role? To be everything we lack. 
to be everything you lack, to do what? I mean, we can't... A lot of a lot of men obviously don't know how to be motherly. I can't be motherly to my daughters. I know how to do a certain set of things. I can't, you know, coddle them when they get really, really hurt or, like, really depressed. Like, I try, but then they run to their mother. Like, I don't know how to do that shit yeah. as a guy. Like, it's certain shit that See, I can't... I don't know. That's different, because I feel like my daughter comes to me more if she get hurt. She's she's a daddy's girl. I mean, it happens the same thing to me. Like, my daughter will call me, or, like, she'll come to me when she gets hurt, and, like, I'm there, like, oh, my God, what happened? Like, I got to take her to the hospital, and she just scraped like her balance, knee. that balance is what, what it the, is. The balance, right. It's that balance. balance. Like, if... I, I mean, I can't speak. I can't... I, I never went to my father, nor my mom, for that matter. But if... if I feel like, it's like we need a therapist moment for Nikki. No, well, I'm <laughs> Nikki just saying. Got some I, I don't, issues. No, no, I Nikki, don't. I don't. I have happened? art to express myself. But yeah, go go sit on the couch. Shut Talk up. To me. So <laughs> I'm just saying that in in these relationships where you where you have the opportunity to to no, go ahead. Okay, um, when you have the opportunity to bond with your your children, you should do it in a way where if if one needs, I'm so confused. Um, um, if one needs if one needs um, emotional support, right. and one can't and another can't give it, then the other should. You know, right. um, I just feel like the roles are too the too, they're too expectant. You know, like there's too many expectations in a role where we should just be doing what as we should, and that is, you know, supporting each other, mm-hmm. making sure that we. So we should all be equals, what you're saying? No, I'm definitely not saying that. I think um, we should all be equal to a certain degree, yeah. Well, I mean, as, as far as yeah, expectations. I feel like the respect for one another should, right. yeah, should yeah, be across yeah. the board. Right. Yeah. I had a conversation with someone yesterday, and um, we were talking about relationships and how um, a relationship is about supporting one another. What you don't have the other, and if the other one has, that's your job to be able to support that relationship with what the other one lacks mm. and vice versa. So if we have too many expectations on another, we're not giving them the opportunity to 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 grow because they still have to learn for themselves what's right for them. Right. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys want to keep talking about it, but I have one more question. Um, what? Um, I'll, I'll just ask both of them at the same time. Um, what was the best lesson a father figure taught you, and what what message do you have for young men? Hmm. Like, what did you? What? Ha, what was the best? What was the best lesson a father figure or a male figure or somebody with significance in your life has taught you? And what do you hope to pass on to the future generations of young men on the rise? That's a fucking hard question. For me, it was uh, respect. That's why respect was the first thing I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like me and my pops, we're not close like that. But I never forget. I was young, man. I was like eight years old. I was crying about something. He sat me down. He's like, "Look, let me, he's like, he's like, number one thing before everything is respect." Right. I never forget that. Mm. Never forget that. I was like eight years old. I never right. to this day respect mm. is number one. Just right. off that one conversation, it was literally like thirty seconds. Right, and that stuck with me to this day. Right. I mean, my pops taught me so much shit. I can't even sit here and give it to you in a in a in a short answer. Like, mm. okay, my father my father still teaches me shit to this day. There's still shit that I could go to him and be like, yo, blah 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 blah, and he'll be like, listen, boom. Well, and what? I'll be like, oh, shit, you're right. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, I it, I feel like there's so much that I got to teach my son that when he hits a certain age, it's going to be like a full day conversation. Right. Like, Yo, there's this. You take because a ride. there's And there's going to be a lot of rides because mm. it's, it's, it's culture. Mm. It's respect. I it's feel- it's it, 
how to be a man as far as how to raise your children, how mm. to respect your women. Listen, I'm not a perfect example of right. that because nobody is perfect. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. <laughs> I go through it. I yeah. got anger issues. I feel like what you're saying is it's Word. not just one thing. It's right. a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a lifelong lesson right. that you can't just condense into right. something right, right, right now right. because there's so many things, circumstances and situations that we're gonna go through mm-hmm. exactly. that we have that and we're always changing. Yeah, we always learning something new yeah. every single Word. day. Like, you know Word. what I mean? Word. Like we uh, I'm pretty sure we go all agree in the room like we definitely not who we were last year. At this yeah, time. No, no, not even. And I, I, I think totally I, I wasn't even. I'm not even who I am six months, six months ago. ago right. Right. Exactly. Right. It's totally just different. like damn. And I feel like that is the gist. You know, right. we're always changing. We're always you know evolving. Like mm. how are we going to, you know, evolve with evolve? Right. Yeah, you just gotta stay I hate curious. The word evolve. And... I like grow better. Growth. <laughs> all right. Well, it is the same thing. Um. Darn one thing for me that I was taught. Uh, Stand for something. Stand like, for something or fall. Like, yes. that's, that's that's the only thing. Like, just That's a stand. quote on my Facebook page if just you look like, in my info section. Stand like, for something like, or fall for anything? Stand exactly. for your principles, your morals. Just like, stand for something. Like, you know, I if, tiptoed my ass if somebody right gives you line. respect, mm-hmm. you give them respect. If they come at you with bullshit, hand it back to them. Like, exactly. like stand for treat something. Treat people like how you want to be treated. Exactly. But if a person mm-hmm. treats you like shit, then treat them back like shit. Well, I mean, then that, that you don't have to because... Well, you don't have to because right, you can yeah. easily just cut that person the fuck yeah, out and of grow life. faster that yeah, way right. because exactly. you're not you're not hindering yeah. yourself by giving that back. Sometimes back. it's right. not it's not worth your energy to right. play that game. You feel what I'm right. saying? Right. Like, That's true. Sometimes it, like this kind this is probably a little bit off topic topic, but um like yesterday I'm in front of um I was in front of stop and shopping in no parking zone, right? And um this cop pulls up behind me. Mm. No, he ain't turned on no lights, no none of that, right, nothing right, at right, all. Right. I'm chilling because you know what I'm saying I'm I'm waiting for somebody. Right. So he he comes he comes to the door. He's like, "Oh, you're in a no parking zone." I'm like, "Yeah, you know, but I'm in my car. I'm waiting for somebody." He ain't right. turned on no lights. He ain't come check me first. He already had the ticket written out. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? He knew what he was yeah. doing. Now now I'm 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 saying that to make a point. Like right. that's why I talk about you got to understand who you are. Right. You feel what I'm saying? And also understand the times that we're in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why it's very important to, to to teach our children to understand themselves in certain situations. Right, right. Because that situation could have easily went left. Yeah. If right. I wanted to react how I wanted to react, right. you feel what I'm saying? Get right, out the right. car, cuss them out, whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That would have ended bad on me. Right. Now, did I want to do that? Absolutely. I wanted to put some harm on them. Right. But at the same time, it's like, okay, nah. You got to check yourself because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you're going to lose. He's a, he's a cop, so he's going to win. He's he going to win either way. He's going to still have his job and everything, but right. then I got to have I gotta go to court. I got to do all that. Right. But that I'm saying that to say, you know, checking your emotions and understand who you are and understand that, like, there's certain energies are here just to- Love yourself. Just to, throw you, just to throw you off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's a true. challenge. Challenge yeah. so that you could level up. Exactly. So that you could see the opportunity that you're given right there, whether you want to go back or do you want to go forward. Exactly. Mm. At exactly. all times, there's always an opportunity for you to grow. Which, mm-hmm. What is your next step going to be? Absolutely. Right. Now, I just want to ask Nikki one question and we can move up? on, right? Yep. Now, you watching a documentary mm-hmm. and you having a son, how are you going to incorporate that in the raising of your son? 
Well, I I I I took from it that I should allow him to have his emotions, but also allow him to talk about it or encourage him to talk about it, mm. um, as well as not allow him to be on the computer because <laughs> it's a gateway of all <laughs> types. <laughs> Nikki's <laughs> son, we, 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 we knew how that's gonna turn out. <laughs> uh, I mean, because the tablets too. I don't know, but I don't. I just know that my work One is wrong cut. keystroke. Yeah, my 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 <laughs> literally my, <laughs> right. My work is cut out for me because um, I do own the brunt of discipline. And I I just know I can't wait for my baby to get into sports because I know that he needs to exert a lot of energy and distract himself from the obvious. Um, now, down. are you going to force him into sports? Like, Oh, you, no. Like, Kobe wants to play. Oh, you sh- okay. He, that's without a doubt. Because that, that was play. another thing about being a man, being athletic and shit like that. Well, like, yeah. Like, I'm going to be honest with my... Oh, I, I mean, me, I played ball when I was X-Kid little. dunk. That's what you're trying to say. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I played ball when I was young, but, like, I don't force that on my son because of a personal experience. I, I tried out for a basketball team when I was in middle school. <laughs> I didn't do that well. He was five, too. And then when uh, we moved to the port, you know what I mean? My father brought me to, like, a, 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 a fucking uh, basketball team tryout or whatever, right? And I looked at him, and he's like, Excited, like oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Blue, you're my boy. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy. That's my boy. And I was like, okay, <laughs> right, excited, you know what I mean? And oh, then I went out there and sucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? And in in, in in his face when Aww. I got back in the car was like, uh-huh. at least you tried. Uh-huh. The disappointment. You know I mean? the and disappointment. I was like, I don't want to do this shit no more. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and he was kind of like. Encouragement. Damn, I, thought I, mean? I thought I had a ball. And after that, I was all fucked up. I was like, yo, fuck that. I'm going to be a rapper. I'm going to make beats. Fuck this sport shit. But you that's why. You know what I'm saying? But, but it just, I'm just saying it, it, it affected me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we, need a, we need the session for this everything. Word. I'm just saying that shit, that shit hit me to the point where it was like, I had to reevaluate my whole life because if you asked me in fifth grade what the fuck I wanted to be, it was I want to play ball for the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. But then you reach reality a certain point where reality sets in, you only gonna be five eight, nigga. Yeah, right. You ain't really gonna be out here mugsy <laughs> right. bogues in it. You know what I'm saying? So what else you gonna do? So I put my son in a whole. You know what I mean? My son go to chess club and you know what I'm saying. Get your mind right and, right. and figure out some things. Don't rely exclusively on basketball. If you want to play basketball, cool. I'm all for that, mm. but do something else but to exercise your brain because it's the most powerful fucking weapon. muscle in your body yeah. is what your brain, right? No, it's now, yeah, it is. It could be. Now you having a well, last thing you having a son, right? Now two of them, two, well, two, two three, son, technically, three, yeah, but two of my kids. So right. as a dad, you want your son to be okay with the women, right? Now, mm-hmm. chess club ain't exactly gonna get him pussy. Like, that ain't that ain't really, like, the sell point. Like, do you ever, like... In this day and at, age... You never know. Everything gets you pussy, because you know what? <laughs> you might be right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, listen. Listen. It, it ain't like back in the day where you had to be, like, a pro wrestler to get girls nowadays. You gonna get girls... That high school phase... I know niggas... In my high school, who was the man at that time? Mm. Where them niggas at now? 
Damn, homie. You know what I'm saying? Damn, homie. You, was the, you know what I'm saying? But it's like in high school, I wasn't shit. I didn't Word. play no sports. Niggas thought, oh, that's yep. okay. Never mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like I'm doing damn good in life. Fuck that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck right. about no sports because all them niggas who play sports, are you in the NFL? Are you in the NBA? Are you in the fucking uh, MLB, NHL, all of that shit? Shout out to nope. UPS. Right, because a lot of niggas is working there, and, and that's no disrespect to UPS, because I would work there. Them niggas oh, make nah, money. I, I work there, but, but what I'm saying shit that, is the shit that they was talking. But what? Right, but what I'm saying is the niggas who thought that they was the shit doing all of that. Then mm. that shit didn't translate to the real world like that. Mm. Right, you know what I'm saying? It's about fucking intelligence. It's about fucking respect. It's about what can you do for the community? What can you do for your community? What can you do for? Your brain is going to put some money in your pocket and at the same time get you a level of respect that you want to have. Right. And everybody's not going to be a fucking sports star. You know what I mean? But that's yeah, that's my take on true it. True indeed. Word. And, and don't and don't force encourage. And if it doesn't work out, then look to other avenues so that you don't harbor resentment in your children. Word. But more importantly, fucking encourage <laughs> education because this sports shit ain't necessarily ain't, the yeah. golden ticket. Nor yeah. you, yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey. Work. All right. So interview time. Work, work, work. Patrick, Pat, P, on, brother. Where you from? Uh, originally, where I'm at now was. Uh, originally. Originally. Where was you birthed? Uh, originally, um, Spring Valley, New York. Okay. Uh, I spent about a, a little over a decade in Florida. Mm. What part Fort, of Florida? Fort Myers. Okay. Fort Myers, Florida. Fort Myers, South you, Florida. So you had somebody in the military or not? No. Or that's not a military base. I thought it, it sounded like it, though. No. <laughs> right. It probably, it, yeah, I don't okay. even know. All right. But, um, and then back in 2000, I moved up to Connecticut. So I've been in Connecticut for about 16 years now. All right. Now, what brought you to, well, what brought your parents to Connecticut? Uh, at the time, my mother was going to uh, nursing school. Mm. She had just graduated. Mm. She originally got offered a, a gig out in um, in the city, in New York. I don't know, something happened, and they just told her, "Well, you know, we got an opportunity here in Bridgeport Hospital, whatever the case is." Mm. And then that's how we came to Connecticut. Literally, like the day, like the day before we left, like I wasn't planning on going. Right. The only reason why I came up to Connecticut because I, I I got um, suspended. Mm. The day before, oh, so I'm like, I don't want my mom to find out. Yeah, so, so I just, yo, ma, I came home like, mom, I'm gonna come with you, and then that was it. You, so know you what had saying? an option. <laughs> yeah, it, How old know. was you at that time? Um, eleven, because I just turned twelve. At eleven, you had the option. Yeah, I was just eleven because because it was just me and my mom. You okay. know what I'm saying? My pops mm. was staying down, and my sister was staying down there. Okay. It was just me, and my, this was my mother make, making a move. Okay, so okay. you know, um, and that's how I ended up in Connecticut. Word. So how you like Connecticut so far? I mean, where in Connecticut where, where did you move to? Um, originally, uh, well, Ansonia was the first, right? And then um, Derby, and then um, I spent some time in New York, back and forth between New York and mm. Connecticut for a couple years, and then um, what was in New York? What was in New York? It was just a, it was a, it was a hard time for my mom. You know what I mean? So we was just in and out of my aunt's crib and stuff like that, and. Okay. You know, my mom was trying to make things work. Mm. Um, <clears throat> we ended up moving when she got, you know, when she got things right. We ended up moving back to Connecticut in Derby. Right. I ended up moving to. She moved again to New York officially herself. Right. And then I just uh, shot up to Meriden. 
Word, word, yeah, just ended up moving to Maryland, so that's where I'm at right now. Word. So, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts on Connecticut? Like, <clears throat> how do you feel about Connecticut? As far as in general or the music or just well, in, well, well, let's start with in general. In general, this piece of shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I fuck with Connecticut, man. I mean, every, I mean, everywhere you live, everywhere you live, man, it's gonna be there's gonna be pros and cons to it, man. Sometimes it's boring as fuck out here. Right. Sometimes, you know what I'm what? saying. <laughs> A lot of times it's boring as fuck, but you know. I got my people that I rock with, and I make the best of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would rather live in, oh, I, I, I would rather live where I live at now than to constantly live in a certain environment where you're always in danger. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So I kind of look at it like that and make the best of it. Word, word. You know what I'm saying? Now, what age did you pick up the pen? I probably want to say 15, man. And I wasn't even really like, because a whole bunch of cats used to rhyme. Mm. And I never, I never rapped. You know right. what I'm saying? I never, I never rapped. So, like, I used to always just watch people, like, you know, rap on the corner or whatever, stuff like that. Right. And I was intrigued by it. But, you know, I never really did. I never really did nothing about it. So, like, my thing, I was really into making beats. This was around 15, 16. Mm. I was really into making beats. What you start making beats on? <sighs> Reason. Reason. Oh, It was shit. Reason. Okay. It was Reason. And then when I started recording, it was Cubase. Oh man! Yeah, so this is I like could never understand reason. Reason was so yeah, complicated. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I had some of my beat tapes. Some shit was so corny. <laughs> Yo, I still <laughs> got mine. I still got mine. That shit is horrible. But you know, I keep it for the for the yeah. nostalgia effect. So at the time we were, at the time we was working with a local artist from out here. Uh, my brother was like, "Man, you know, you should try. You should try rapping." Right. You know what I'm saying? What this local, was a, what local artist? You know, um, his name is Davon. They called him uh, Dash. They oh, Dash. Okay. This is like years ago though. So he's like, you know, you should rap or whatever. I'm like, you know, all right, whatever. I'll, you know, I try it out. And at the time, this is around the time like a lot of people my age was like, you know, rapping and stuff like that. So I was right. intrigued by it. So you know, I'm like, uh, you know, I'll try it out. You know, we had our own beats and everything. So I right. started doing that. So it wasn't always, you know, day on the on every track. Mm. So I started like that, and then um. Just kind of went on from there, and I started really taking it seriously. Probably around like maybe like twenty two, twenty three. That's when I started taking it seriously. Right. Yeah. Now, started rapping at fifteen. First rap name was probably whack. Probably some garbage. Nah. Shit. Before Oops. we even get to that though, what what, what <laughs> was your influences besides like what mainstream influences did you have besides like everybody around you rapping? Yeah, because I saw something mm-hmm. that you posted on Instagram where um it was a picture of Biggie and Nas. Right. Yeah. You talking about your rap influences like um. If if they knew what influence they had on the game type shit, so who influenced you? I I probably say the usual sub the usual suspects, um, Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? And I like Jay Z because he he's he's it's like he raps but he speaks to you, right? right. You feel what I'm saying? It's 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 like a conversation, right? I enjoy Biggie because his weightiness, mm. the way he flowed on beats was impeccable. Right, right. I appreciate Nas because Nas's knowledge. Spit mm. that knowledge. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. He he can incorporate like legit knowledge in rhymes. Exactly. And that's that's crazy. Sexy as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that that's crazy how you could do that. You like you read a book, mm. you could rap, you know. The most impressive thing I've seen just on Nas is when he I forgot what the song calls, but when he spit the whole record backwards. Rewind. Rewind. That shit was crazy. My goodness. You said what? Yeah, he's a Nas uh, fanatic. Bang, bang, bang. All right, all right. But um, and then and then and then um, you gotta get on the mic, my brother. Yeah, I I I I I, I, I heard one of your podcasts. Y'all was going in. Yeah, y'all was going in about the top five, man. But um, so pun. I appreciate pun mm, right. because his enunciation, 
Yes. Especially being a heavy dude. A big dude. His enunciation was on point. <laughs> and not yo, only yo, that, but that shit. Not yo, only that, that not only that, but his Word. vocabulary. Top yeah. three like bars of all time. Like yeah. rap bars of all time. I like, still can't get that shit down. Like, yo, it, I <laughs> didn't get that shit, so I was like the dead in dead in the dead middle in the of little Italy, little, little did we know that we riddle some middleman who didn't do diddly. I ain't get that shit till I was twenty four, my nigga. All right, well say it again say it again. Dead in the middle of Little Italy, little did we know that we riddled some middleman who didn't do diddly. That's a tongue twister, boy. <laughs> yeah. And he snapped on that one. Yo, he Word. went fucking wild on that. Hey. Now, take over either. Don't disappoint me, Pat. Take over or either? Take over or either. I know what he going to do. All right. Too. Okay, okay. Let me just explain. <laughs> <laughs> let me just explain. Please let us know. <laughs> let me just explain. I'm losing right now. It's like from, it's like three to the one or some from, shit. <laughs> from a lyrical standpoint, getting at somebody, mm. either. Okay. From a song standpoint, take, take over. All right. Now, sonically, <laughs> sonically, now I'm not this, I'm talking sonically right. overall. Takeover sounded better than Ether. However, beat was trash. However, when you get down to the when you got <laughs> when you get down to the to the lyrics, right? You know, Nas went in. Nas went in. You feel what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. But sonically, Takeover as another Takeover does. That might be full. Takeover Takeover does sound Takeover does sound better than Ether. Yeah, better mix. Ether, That's Ether all. just Ether lyrically, Nas just like, went hard. <laughs> nah, Word. yo, who did that? Was Nas, it Ron, Ron, Ron Brown? Brown Nas does not know how to pick beats. I was telling this nigga X this shit in the car. This nigga, X, this nigga Nas does not know how to pick beats. You gonna get my man started now? Oh, wait, wait, no. Yellow on, yellow on. The whole yo. life is good. Yellow on. No, life is good. Now that's one album out of what, like six? Illmatic had oh. all fire beats. My nigga. Illmatic. <laughs> You talk fucking two it was written had all fire. No, beats. no, no. Well, what's the wackiest beat on? I don't. Know. I gotta. Written. I gotta go through the shit. But I want to hear uh, Nas album produced by Rick Ross. Them two motherfuckers together. A Nas Ross album produced by, by Rick Ross. Ross has got the most immaculate ear for picking beats I ever fucking heard. He do yo. for his tone. That's what I'm saying. Ross he, is an Aquarius, he, by he, the way. Just saying. Just saying. I'm saying that Ross has the best ear for picking beats that I've heard in a while. For his tone, so, but I think I think no, what, yeah. I just talk about for, think, for artists in general. Like I, I feel like I, I feel like I if, can't say that he would pick. If he's beats. a student of the game, like I think he is, I think he could pick some some beats for Nas that'll that'll match his tone, his uh subject matter, and all that shit. But I'm just saying Nas picks a lot of trash. He does. Uh, Hip hop was dead. A lot of trash beats. The Untitled album, a lot of trash beats on that shit. The Untitled album fit his tone, though. You got to understand, Nas's voice is not as... His tone is not significant, as significant as a Ross or Beanie Siegel or DMX. That's why when Nas gets on features with Grand Finale, right? Right. You remember all of Ja Rule part, probably a little bit of Method Man part, Mm. most of DMX part. But Nas was on that track. Right. He bodied it lyrically, but tone-wise, it was hard to contend with that hard-ass that piano. Wasn't, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't his shit. The grand finale. Oh. I'm not, I'm not I mean, I think ever disputing. I'm not ever disputing Nas' pen. He's, right. he's in my top five. Right, right. I'm right. just saying he don't got a fucking if for picking beats. I'm whatsoever. just saying that the beats that he picks does not clash. That shit wasn't that hot. 
does not clash the song with is, his the song tone. Song is classic, but that beat wasn't that hot. Listen, nigga, what I'm saying <laughs> is his the, the the selection of beats that he picks does not clash with his voice. In other words, he becomes an instrument for the beats that he picks. Versus if if he rhymed over Triumph, he'd probably get lost in that because that mm-hmm. beat was so fucking hard and his voice is not that hard. Like I'm just saying. See, the thing is, like Nas, Nas is a musician. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like he comes from that realm, his pops, his family. Mm-hmm. He's a musician. Right. So I feel like his ear is different. Right. Than most rappers or most you know artists or whatever the case is, I feel like his ear is just different. Right. I feel like it sounds like he's very jazz influenced as well. Exactly. Uh, it, when I listen it, to that his whole music. Illmatic album was heavily jazz. Yeah, and I I, I I I could I could understand that too because I feel like some of the some of the beats is like Ooh, it's like that's nah. not working. But at the same time, like you're you're as an artist, you know your your voice is an instrument as well. Yes, exactly. So your voice, co- your voice complements that beat. Exactly. So, and like that's that, what I'm saying. Like, like, the, okay, like the so joint the beats he, did, he picked don't complement his voice. The joint For he did. Yes, they do. Right. The joint he did, Nas' album done, he snapped on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's he, my shit. And he made it his own. He owned that beat. Right. You know, that's not a typical beat Nas would hop on. Right, it's right, not. right, right, right. But he if, owned it. And he was, and he was really spitting. If he had well, different niggas picking his beat, Illmatic was all large professor. I can't. He picked a lot of those fucking beats, B. I can't. I can't agree. If we it. had somebody else picking his beats, it would be better because when Nas got on that triple beam dream shit with Ross, right? Ross outshined him on that track because the track fit more for Ross. But I'm saying though, it's, it was a good beat for Nas to still get on. It wasn't like the beat drowned out Nas. Like you still. Got Nas though You did But you still felt like This is Ross's song It was Ross's song Like what the I, but What I'm saying is It felt like This is Ross's song They could have took Nas off of that And it would have been Still the same thing Alright man Whatever Nas brings right. the lyricism Cool And whatever he does Cool Word Back to Pat Word <laughs> what, yeah. was, what was your first rap name? Got to talk about it. It was wacky shit. I know, oh, man. <laughs> just I don't by that face. Say this shit. Nah, it was. Oh, you know, I always went by Big Pat, but then you know, I hit that stage where like I try to be super creative. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes that doesn't work. You was like pistols so, or some shit. Nah, I, I, I was going. Damn, I don't even want to say this shit. Listen, Project Pat. Nah, I was going through. I was going through these old. Like my brother had an old stack of old comics. Right. So I'm like, hey, you know, let me flip through these things, whatever. So I seen this. I seen this um this villain. His, <laughs> this villain's name was Conjuro. So I'm like, yeah, man, that's so tight. And then my brother's like, nah. nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that shit ain't that bad. Like, and, you know, right <laughs> at that point, I'm like, damn, you know Kanye West. Then I was like, you know, Conjuro. That's you know, seems straight, whatever. Then I'm like, nah. Somebody gonna steal that shit. That shit don't sound that bad though. Like, yeah. real talk. That's the worst name I've heard. <laughs> so but I, it's, it's, then I changed it to Big Pat, you know what I'm saying? Well, back to Big Pat, because that's what I'm known as. But Word. most recently, back in about May, um, I'm just using my, my regular name, Patrick Fenora. Right. Yeah, I was you know going to ask you about that, because when I first heard your music, it was maybe like 2008, 2009. For real? I heard it from a couple people I know. Mm. Um, they used to work with you and shit. Yeah? Yeah. Um, and your name was Big Pat, yeah. so I I just want to know why you changed it, like why Big Pat to your real name, like what? So my last um my last project dropped in um 2013, 
So it's about to be four years since my last project. Mm-hmm. I just feel like ever since since that point on, I'm just I've I've um I'm more of myself in my music. I've always been myself, mm. but it just it just it just comes it comes from a from a different place. I feel now mm. a more true place. So I you feel like why your not own story? Like, yeah, yeah, like I I could I could say solid like nah, this is me. Right. So it's like people know me as Big Pat, but it's like why not use my why not use my regular my regular name? Exactly. You feel mm. what I'm saying? It's just it's not like you know it's the same person. Right. You feel what I'm saying? There's no facade. It's no trying to be somebody different. It's me. So mm. that's why I'm like you know what? Just let's leave it as Patrick Fenor. Not only that, but just to me, it just sounds better. Right. It just sounds better to me. So. Now, when's your first project come out? Um, that was April two thousand and thirteen. Something for you. Mm, that was your first I, official mm, project. That was my first official one. Right. The one before that, I don't count. I don't even remember what it was called. <laughs> now, your first project. I mean, what? What? Are you proud of it? Do you feel like you had everything that you wanted in it, or you feel like you just had to get that off just to? Nah, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it because people still come up to me to this day and talk about it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I still do shows off of that one project that dropped almost four years ago. So that's a blessing Word. to me that I'm people still checking for me. You feel right, what I'm saying? Right, so right. like, and after that project dropped, I didn't drop a song for about until last year. So I, for a whole two years, I didn't drop any music after that project. Do you mm-hmm. feel like that's a bad thing, or do you? I mean, you say it like you said that hip hop fans were real fickle. X said so. You know, I mean, hip hop fans are they are fickle. They don't hear shit from me like hey, week. That could be it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just feel like the people who really rock with you, they rock with they you, rock right? With you. Regardless if you know they gonna they gonna you can't wait and make them wait for too long, but. If they rock with you and they respect what you do, sometimes it's best to not oversaturate. Exactly. That's just what I that's just mm-hmm. what I believe in. Some people go so hard and drop three mixtapes in a year. It's like right. me personally, that ain't me. You know, you drop a you drop a track here, you drop a track there. Mm. Keep, keep them waiting. wanting, keep them waiting, right. keep them wanting right. for that. Right. And when you drop so much stuff, I don't know. For some people it works, for but others it doesn't. You don't feel like that's to your detriment because I know I've heard Hove say that shit. Where like, I ain't gonna, you know put out shit because people want me to push it out. I'm going to take my time and I'm going to craft the best thing I, I can. Yeah. But with other people, it's like, yo, if I don't put out shit every week, every month, ain't nobody going to feel me no more. My, my star is going to start to decline. Like, do you, I you feel, don't feel like that's not to your detriment at all? Nah. Nah. Like I said, the people who's true to you, they're going to be true to you. That's right. And if right. people... And people that were with you ain't with you no more, then they just not with they you no more. You, right. you know what I'm saying? That's just it. Like they was if they if they leave you, then they never was with you. Yeah, in the first if they place. leave you, then it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? But this game is like that anyway. Like you know, you I'm in a, a recent topic. You know, look at the whole Drake and Meek thing. Mm. Everyone thought Meek was done for. Mm. You know what I'm saying? People was me, me making memes about him, cracking jokes <laughs> on him, whatever. But like as soon as he dropped that DC four, mm. he was back on it. I mean, you feel what I'm saying? So it's just like it's whatever, man. People leave, they leave. It's you know, talk shit. Yeah, that's just how it is. That's just how the game goes. But to me, nah, I don't feel like it's it's detrimental at all. Like that time, and plus, you know, at the time, you know, I didn't have no studio, nothing like that. So it was just like I was just in a weird place after that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Not a fucked up place, but just like a growth phase. Yeah, it was a growth phase. So now, now with this project, now, um, sorry, no apologies. I just feel like. Everything is on another level now. You know what I'm saying? The rhymes on another level. The production, Talk about the it. artwork, you know, mm-hmm. how it's going to roll out, um, the whole creative process behind it, the meaning of it. You know, it's just, it, I just grew. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's needed for anyone in anything they do, but more so in a creative space. Right. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's needed. Growth is needed. You gotta you need to live life. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like it's a that could be that could be detrimental when you keep dropping stuff. Cause mm. what you gonna talk about? Exactly. You At least now, like, shit. yeah, you ain't you know you going through life, but you are talking about probably the same stuff. Now, if you chill for a little bit, like you know, I chill for a little bit now. Right. I could talk about a past relationship. Right. I could talk about my family. Mm. I could talk about owning who I am. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? But if I'm dropping stuff all the time just to put stuff out, it's kind of like and then people feel like they know you at that point. Yeah, you got. I just feel like you got you got you got to leave some type of mystery for people, mm. especially nowadays with social media. Mm. You even got to chill with that too. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Because if you put too much out there, they're gonna feel like they know you, and then they're not gonna right. check for you. Right. That's a problem with a lot of artists. Where well, Kanye being one. Like, I feel like if I didn't know as much about Kanye, I feel like I would like him more, but because his life is just so out there being, you know, you married to a Kardashian, whatever the case may be. Like, I don't feel like, you know, back in the day, it, it used to be a mystery about artists. Like, you didn't know what the fuck they was doing. You, you just know they dropped some shit. Like, right. Like, I didn't know shit about Wu-Tang. I didn't know where Staten Island was. I didn't know right. none of that shit. Like, I just know that I love these niggas. And that's why, you know... And that's why when when Jay Z coming up and Biggie was coming up and all those, and all those cats, all the legends, people gravitated towards them because they didn't know where Marcy Projects was at. Mm-hmm. They didn't know where Compton was at. You feel what I'm saying? They didn't know what was going on in these people's lives. But mm-hmm. now that you have social media, you know, everyone's capturing every single thing, and you really have to be careful with that because right. you can oversaturate yourself. Like you could do normal stuff, like if you're in the studio stuff like that. But yeah, like yeah. if you continuously putting Personal stuff out all the time. People mm-hmm. like, well, he's talking about this on the song, but I already knew that. You're yeah, right, right, right. People want to hear what you going, what you going through. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, mm-hmm. I was listening to this interview. Man, I think it was by Lenny S. And um, he was like, people either want to be you, be like you. Or... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They want to either be you or be like you. Everyone wanted to be like X when X came out mm-hmm. and wearing baggy clothes and barking and you know what I'm saying everyone wanted to be smooth like Hove. Grown men start right. growling at me now. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but you get what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. Like people, people were gravitated to us because it, it was a certain level of mystery to them. They didn't know exactly. You know what right. I'm saying? Now you know everything about DMX. Right, right, yeah. Right. And, and now, now you know that what, we know everything. It's, it's kind of like, like, eh, like yeah, right, up, like yeah. fucking up his like, legacy a little. You know what I'm saying that's right. why I like like I peep. You know. How Kendrick moves, how J. Cole moves, exactly. how people how they move. They not out there like that. Right. They not right, out there right. like that. And that's why they're two of the biggest artists right now. Exactly. I feel like that that's not the sole reason why, but that plays a role. Right. You don't Definitely. know what you don't know what Kendrick's going through. But right. on that music, when that you're album comes out, right. you're right. gonna right. listen to it and you're right. gonna play it and replay it and replay it and replay it to hear what's going on in his mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? Leave a little room for the imagination. Exactly. Right. You got to. You got to. You know but saying? I feel like I feel like every artist can't really do that though because there's not a lot of intrigue to every artist like that That's per true. se. Yeah, I mean, you have to kind of establish yourself first and then be able. You got to be great in, in some sense of the word. You have to be you. Right? Yeah. Nah, because if fucking certain artists did that shit, I wouldn't give a fuck. If they did what, like, if they like was like not on social media as much, like, if, if there was like a mystery behind certain artists, it'd be like, yeah, I don't, I don't really give a fuck what you're doing, like, either or, like, I ain't gonna listen to y'all anyway, well, so I don't not care. The same, you know? mm-hmm. Everybody's not the same. <laughs> now, with you moving around a lot, did that have an influence on your music being in Florida and New York and stuff like oh, that? Oh man, absolutely. Because coming from Florida, like, 
It was all about No Limit. It was all about mm. Trick Daddy. Mm. It was all about JT Money. You feel mm. what I'm saying? All those, um, <laughs> all those influences. It was the heavy bass, mm. the the knocking in that trunk. Right. You feel what I'm saying? The candy paint. Right. Slow riding music. Right. When I come up to up north, it's cold. Right. Yeah. It's faster, faster. The raps. whole sonic right. change. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Everything's different. It's more. It's more gritty. Right. So that that's definitely incorporated in my music, and I definitely feel, especially my my uh, production choices, right. you know what I'm saying? It's heavily influenced by that. And I appreciate that too, you know what I'm saying? Just not only that, but like my mom introduced me to a lot of different styles of music. You right. know, my mom was heavy into classical music. Mm. My mom was heavy into Cyndi Lauper. You mm. feel what I'm saying? She was playing Enrique Iglesias and hey, Selena. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Enrique Iglesias and Selena Saturday morning. Word. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like stuff like that I remember that too. Right. You feel what I'm right. saying? And then, you know, my sister, you know, she's older than me. So at the time, you know, that's when Tupac was popping and yeah. Missy Elliott. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, that do, do, you know, those influences as well. So I'm grateful to to be part of both, you know what I'm saying? Do, both different uh environments. Mm-hmm. Now, um, a song that you recently had on Hot 93730, right? Yeah. 30. Now. That shit was dope, too. That shit, that shit is fire. I appreciate it. When I was that. looking Thank up you. shit, like, trying to get familiar with the new music, yeah. I played that shit about five times. I was like, yo, this shit is fucking dope. I, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, bro. For real. That I appreciate it. Now, is that the first song that you heard that of, of yours that's been on the radio? Yeah. How did it feel to hear yourself on the radio if you, if you heard it? Man, it was, it was, yo, man, it was a gang of us in the studio that night waiting. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew they was going to play it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, Meech hit me like, yo, we gonna, we got you. We gonna, we gonna play this. I'm right. Like, We're back. So as soon as they played it, it was like the second song. Right. Man, dog, man, I lost my mind. You know Word. What I'm <laughs> but it was a, uh, it was a short moment of um, joy because mm. I'm all about progression and moving forward. All right, what's next? You yeah. feel what I'm saying? All right, we what? got that on the radio. What else what can we, we get on the radio? Can we, on can we there, get right? this? Can we get this to Curry's? Um, publicist, right. let's get that moving, and I'm st- right. I, that's still on the plans. Right, right. You feel what I'm saying? Because that record's not even a year old. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? The season's already on. So like, moves like it's, there's there's some records that have been popping for a year, right. and after you, that's when they like, you know, they've that's existed a, for a year, and then when that's like, a lot of shit, yeah, and months Fetty down the line, that shit happened too, right? Yeah, because you know I mean, mean, it's a it's a difference in the timeline from local to national. You know what yeah. I'm saying? A lot mm-hmm. of songs that are popping national been around locally. Yeah. In certain Forever. in Forever, certain areas right. they test the songs in certain markets. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I I heard that they test a lot of music in this area, like Connecticut, like new stuff. Right. They test it here. Why I don't know. Mm. But um I heard they test a lot of music here around this uh, around this area first. And then, you know, based on the amount of spins they do whatever. But nah, you know, it's a good feeling hearing that on the radio. Shout out to um ninety three seven. I appreciate it. Uh, Michi, G Money, I appreciate y'all. Um, but um, yeah, man, it's about moving forward, man. What's next? Like, I'm this is just so much shit I'm trying to do with music and aside from music. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just it's about moving forward. What are we gonna do next? Let's right. get it. Have you got any plans to work with anybody else from the like locally from Connecticut? Oh, absolutely. There's a def. There's definitely a lot of dope artists from Connecticut um, that I plan to work with. Not necessarily on this project. But in the future, most definitely. Like who? Um, I rock with Front Page Heavy. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you heard it from Paige. Nah. He's out of Hartford. Mm-hmm. Um, 12 Rounds. He's actually on my album. Shout out to 12 Rounds. So ATM Family. Um, Chris Lyric. Mm-hmm. He's dope. Chris Lyric is dope, man. Y'all got to check him out. I'll show you his links after and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Morocco Chris Lyric. Um, this is a cat named Quinn. Um, I think I think he's from Hartford, too. I don't know. Um, there's, a, there's a few other artists, too. Um, was I on Keys Dope, too? Word. Um, he got that record called Think Nobody. Word. It's my but, shit. <laughs> yeah. So he's dope, too. I mean, there's a few, art, there's a few artists out there. About that nigga. There's a few artists, you know, from Connecticut that definitely make great music. There's more than what I just named. Yeah, but yeah like, definitely. Those are the... Oh, my man Sakai. I can't forget my man Sakai. He's out from Stanford. Mm. Um, he makes dope music, too. You know, all those guys, I'm pretty much, you know, I'm in contact with Sakai. I'm in contact with Chris, with Front Page, with 12 and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. you know, we're going to have some records coming out, but... Do you find that most of your support comes from yet your particular area, or do you have a mix of the entire Connecticut behind you? It's a mix, man. Right. It's a mix. And I mean, I'm talking from young kids to people in their 40s and 50s. It's, it, it, it's crazy, man. That's how, you, that's how you know, like, damn, you know, my music must be, you know, relatable in some way. Like, I just feel like if some... if if, if if a middle-aged white dude could relate to my music and mm. a young and a young kid can relate to my music and they both respect it the same, it's it's a, that's a blessing, man. Mm-hmm. It's a right. blessing to me. So I just keep doing what I'm doing and then I'm just just work on growth, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just work on that growth. Right, right. Now this new album you got coming out. Sorry, no apologies. Yeah. Now who'd you work with as far as producers on, on this album? Man, um Andre on the beat, um, L. Williams. L. Williams, he's out from uh, he's out in the UK. Um, UK. Scott Supreme. Mm. Um, this cat named Loud. Um, Is he loud? His beats are pretty <laughs> tough. His beats are pretty tough. Um, I think that's I think that's pretty much most of them that I work with. Now, There's what? probably some more, so I can't really remember right now. Now, I mean, what what's your beat selection process like? What 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 type of beats speak out to you the most? Is it just feeling or is it it's you feeling. going for a nothing that Nas sound? pick out? It's yeah, feeling unless uh, it's <laughs> feeling unless there's a specific record that I'm trying to make. But most of the time, right, it's feeling, and I always say that you know music is about the feeling to me. It's exactly. all about the feeling. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's why like I try to allow growth. You know what I'm saying? Because that right. comes out in the music. Like the right production just. I don't know, man. It just it just happens, man. You know right. what I'm saying? I know. I listen to the beat first when mm-hmm. I listen to music. Um, because... Hey, we're talking to the mic. I listen Put to... Put your lip on it. <laughs> no. You know what to do. Mm. Wow. I listen to... Uh... <laughs> Charlemagne. <laughs> I listen to... I listen to the beat before I listen to the words. For I know that for for a fact, you know? The mm. beat is what makes... Yeah. To me, when I hear the beat, the first thing that comes to my mind is cadence. Mm-hmm. My cadence and my flow, you know. What's gonna what like what's gonna bring something different? Right, out. what's gonna bring something? You know what I'm saying? And, and that's why it's important to study different artists too. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can hear you got to break down what what attracts me to this song. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Is it the beat? Is it the way they're saying their words? Is it the way they twist? Them? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta really. Well, for me at least, that's what I do. Like, what, what attracts me to this song? Mm. A lot of times, when the first, my first thing is cadence, flow. That's my first thing, and then start mumbling, and then 
Yeah. Get the idea. Yeah. So, I mean, do you make, like, do you make, for for your album, do you Mm -hmm. make a bunch of songs and then pick of that group? Or do you just kind of lock down to a specific number and and, and try to keep it? Nah, man. See, it's, it, I drive people crazy, man. Mm, right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, we're working on something. I'm in the process. I can't tell you how many other songs I made that replaced other songs in this project. Right. Right. But one thing I will say is I know when it's ready. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know when it's right. I know when it's time to go. And I'm re- we're reaching that point. You know what I'm saying? Like right. probably a record or two away. You know, I know I, I know no feeling when it's ready to go. Um, but typically what happens though, once I'm near the end of the project, right. That's when I start going. Right, right, I right. I start cranking out songs. You get that momentum. Yeah, up. it just it just builds like, and I'll make like a whole bunch of a whole bunch of songs in a certain time frame, and two of those three or or three of those five songs can replace the existing songs that I had on the project. Right, right, but I make right. sure that it fits, it fits right, the yeah, mold right. and the overall tone of the project where I'm trying to go, what I'm trying to say. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't just damn this record is better than this one, but does it fit? Right, it right. has to fit. What's to your me. favorite so far? Your favorite track? <clears throat> Death Row. Mm. Death Row's my man. Death Row. What's the concept behind that one? Man, I wish I, I, I wish y'all could play it, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, we can it's do it in post, nigga. <laughs> it's it just, it's just, it just has a, it just has a certain feel to it. It's right. very like, man. It's just, it's just, it's raw. That's what I could say, man. Right. It's just raw, like, it's raw, man. Word. Now, when you say that you make all this music and you replace songs with other songs and you don't put out projects that often, what happens to the song that you That's what I was get thinking. away from? Like this is where my this is where like I've really gotta, you know, listen to my team members. Mm. Cause you know, me once I make a song and I'm I don't pick it, I'm I'm done with it. Right. So you like know what I'm saying? so like them rhymes go back in the in, in the in the can or like Nah, they just they just up in the air. Yeah, they just I record them and then they just there. Right. You know? And then, um, so I listen, you know, I listen to the people around me because, you know, they, they, they're they honest with me and they're true to me. And they just say, hey, you know, nah, maybe you should put this record out. Mm. You know, nah, I don't put that record out. Or nah, that's, this record's hot. Maybe the people need to hear this and you not know, go with it. You mm. know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, got to feel right. Like I said, it's all about the feeling. So, you know, got to feel right. Got to feel right. You have to be in a certain zone to write raps. I know a lot of people, you know, the reason why I say that is because a lot of people either drink mm. or How do you smoke, set up your pop ambience? pills, whatever. Oh, yeah. Listen, let me tell you, I'm not with a bunch of, I'm not around for a bunch of niggas in the studio with me. I'm not for that. Word. <laughs> I'm not around for, um. Man, bitches. Yeah, I don't, I don't not like the whole, the, a bunch of smoke and like a whole. I don't like a lot of commotion around me. I don't this like all that. Tea from Dunkin' Donuts. He's she straight. Yo, exactly. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Legit. Like sometimes when I'm in the studio, I'm either by myself or maybe one other person's there. Right. You know, when, usually when I record, it's my engineer. You know what I'm saying? And 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 my other boy, um, Kendall. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or my brother Russell. You know what I'm right. saying? He there in the studio with me. But typically when I write, like when I'm creating, mm. typically I'm by myself. Okay. I don't I don't like all that extra stuff going on. And my studio gotta be clean. Right. You know what I'm saying? It gotta smell good. Oh, I got sure them gla- right. I, I got them for breeze. G Studios. For real, I got them for plugins. Mm. Cause yo, it's just like 
ow, ow. And just like when you have a car mm-hmm. or if your room, if your room, if your room is cluttered or your car is dirty, it, or, it fucks you up. Right. right. It, 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 mentally, it does something to you whether right. you whether you're like conscious of it or not. Right. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I like I need my space to be clear. Just like I need my mental space to be clear. All that right. extra shit. I ain't with it. Got it. Yeah, I feel you. Now, until you get on, you got a regular nine to five job, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about quitting your job and putting twenty four hours solely into your music every day? Now, why don't you quit? Now, is it just you know I need I got bills and shit like that, or I got somebody to support, or so there's there's two things to it. You can either make that leap of faith and jump because mm. sometimes that's the push you need, but at the same time, I know that nine to five. Got me the studio, my own studio that I recorded now. Right. I know that nine to five paid to get them CDs for my last project. That's gonna pay to get these CDs for this project. So it's a means to an end, basically. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna, you know, it's an investment. You know, I put on my time to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, get my check, and then you know I go and spend it on what I need to spend on for the studio. So it's an investment. Word, so it's like you ain't gonna kick that ladder out until you at the yeah. top. <laughs> yeah, you feel what I'm saying? You gotta play it smart, man. I'm word. no I'm in no way, shape, or form. Am I knocking anyone who got who takes that leap of faith? But at the same time, like you got, yo, it's all about strategy. I mean, you gotta play it smart. Mm. If I'm making this bread to be able to, to sustain my personal life right. and my my goals, my dreams, then it's why not do it? And exactly. I still got the time to exactly. make music. That's exactly. a win-win for me. Exactly. You getting money and you doing what you want to do. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So it's, I don't know. It's straight. I mean, t- sometimes it's like, man, I don't want to get up and go. I just wanted to sit, you know, make music all day. And but you know, at the same time, man, that's my tone every day. You know I mean, for real. <laughs> every morning I'm up doing editing pictures, editing videos, and I'll be like, shit, I gotta go fucking yeah. clock in. Fuck this shit. Yeah. But you know, you keep pushing, and you're gonna. We're going to get there, man. You just got to keep pushing with it. Word. You know what I'm saying? And hustle. Now, where you see yourself in five years? Five years? You see yourself, A lot, man. see yourself on more radio stations. You see oh, yourself touring around the country. Man, five years, I'm going to be all over the place, man. I'm going to be touring. I'm going to have endorsements. I'm, you know, we're going to be, drink you know, we're going to be, we're going to be, um, you know, my company, State of Mind Media Group, uh, which I co-own with, uh, my brother Russell, he's mm-hmm. the president of the company. And then Lauren, uh, Lauren Hare, she's out of D.C. Uh, she's the vice president of State of Mind Media Group. Y'all do you videos know. and all that? Hmm? Y'all do videos and all that? Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. production, studios, okay. videos, all that stuff, film. Um, you know, that, that's that's our focus to build that, to build a company. Mm-hmm. You know, and then at the same time, um, you know, we have a clothing company as well called uh, The Lavish Boutique. Uh, LVSH, which stands for Live Victoria, Stay Humble. Mm. But aside from that, man, I'm trying to do everything. Um, I want to do voiceover right. for animation film. Right. I want to write um, uh, a children's book, hey. like a comic. Mm. Right. But more specifically... What was that rap name again? <laughs> oh, man. Conjuro. Conjuro. So, that shit is kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah. Your Avengers like, are Conjuro? <laughs> for real, but like, it's going to be like, I want it to be more geared towards like, relatable to us. Right. You know, inner city, right. trouble kids. Right, you feel right, what I'm saying? Right. New but, age, Luke Cage. Type right. Shit. It's gonna. But I specifically wanted to be geared towards children, right? Because they got to be led in the right way, like That's we was right. talking about exactly. before. So you know, a lot of things different. A lot of a lot of you know, I want to make a lot of different investments too. Mm-hmm. You know, different companies and 
you, you just got to, I just try, I try to pay attention to everything what's going on in mm-hmm. the world as much as I can. And I see what's going on out there. Right. But yeah, just creatively and business-wise, man, I'm trying to do everything. But as an artist, man, you know, I'm 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 working to be a household name, household naming, continuously touring right. and just making the best music I can make. That's right. my main goal. You know what I'm saying? Is to make the best music I can make. Because that's right. what I that's you know, that that's what's kicking everything off. You know what I mean? You know, I gotta appreciate my talent. I gotta show my talent love because if I don't show my talent love, then it's it's not gonna love me back. That's Word, right. you know what I'm saying? So you know that's important. It's important to really work on your craft and anything you do. Word, I hear that. Now, now let me ask this too. Like, do you find, you know, because there's the the music right now is heavily influenced by mm-hmm. the same type of sound. Do you feel your like your your music has to lean towards that, like the heavy bass, mumble rap, mm-hmm. lean drink type shit? No. But I do feel that you need to be well-rounded. That's right. just me. Right, right. Not right. everyone's like that. Some people want to stick to the boom bap and all that, and that's cool, not knocking anybody. Right. But I feel like you you should be well-rounded as an artist. Not saying I'm going to go and do reggaeton. Oh, and, right, right. You know what right. I'm saying? And, you know, nothing against reggaeton, but I'm just saying this is to make a point. Like, But at the same time, like I want to be able to, to if, if Taylor Swift called me and said, y'all, I need a verse, you with it. Send that beat over. Right. You right. feel what I'm saying? Right. Or if right. if Joey Badass hit me and say, yo, I need a verse. He's an Aquarius, by the way. Or send that beat over. You, you feel what I'm saying? Fucking mental database. When's your birthday? Uh March 18th. Hey, Pisces. Yeah. So, you know, I want that's why I want to be well well rounded. You know what I'm saying? Or if 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 a jazz musician hit me up and say, Yo, I need you on this record, if Terrace Martin hits me up, says I need you on this record, Where? I could do that. You know what I'm saying? My whole thing is just to be able to universe as, as universal as possible, but still stick to who I am. Like I could do that. I can I can hop on those types of beats, right? And still do you. And still do me. Like right. you y'all will hear it. I'm a, I'm 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 gonna put a song out. Um, soon it's called a hundred a hundred acres. Right. You'll you'll hear what I'm talking about. Like it's production wise is along the line of that trap mumble rap whatever type of stuff. But right. like I'm still. Me you have a, you have a writing, you know, you're diverse. Right, you, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, open. yeah, and I feel that's that, that's very important. Word. All right, so y'all got any more questions? Um, I mean, is your goal to get into the industry or, or I shouldn't say get into the industry, but be signed, be signed to a major label and all that type of thing? No, nah, man, independent, uh, man, word. independent. Because you know, I like my creative control, right, and. I'm not in the industry yet, but I know there's a lot of politics. Right. There's gonna be politics regardless. There's gonna right, be hardships right, right. regardless. Right. And more so when you when you fight for something that's your own, you gotta fight. For real. You know what I'm saying? You really gotta fight. For real. Because we for up, real. you know, we up against a, and you know, we independent company, state of my media group, but we in, we up against all these big machines. You know what I'm saying? Not saying we trying to go at them, but at the same time, we we trying to make our name too. You know what I mean? So. For real. Yeah, no, nah, independent, man. Independent, that's the way to go. You know, no middleman, no people, a bunch of people digging in your pockets. Yeah, man. Nah, man we Cutting trying to checks for nothing. Yeah, man, we're trying to get it out here, man. Like, trying to trying to sign, I'm trying to write my own checks, man. Word. And sign people and give people opportunities. The biggest thing I want to do is right, give people opportunities. Checks. Yeah, man. Try to give people opportunities out here, man. People out here struggling, man, for real. You know what I'm saying? If I could, if I could buy, you know, invest my money in a franchise. Or build a few restaurants or something like that. Give a hundred people jobs. Let's mm-hmm. do that. 
You know what I'm saying? Let's do that. Let's do that. Right. Now, my last question. Top five. A top Rappers five? Ever. Your I'm, personal top five, not the industry, whatever people say. Yeah. Your personal top five. I mean, let's take in out a Biggie and Pac too. In a particular order? Wait, nah, no, no, no order. Okay. If you want to say take out Biggie, we gotta take out. We can't take out the top five of a top five. I'm just saying, everybody. So you take out right, Pac, so, Biggie, Nas, and Jay. And yeah, then, I mean they on the list, but and then I mean when you say top five, what, what are we basing it on? Your favorite, your, your, your favorite, your personal, your personal favorite top favorite. five ever since you Put started like listening this. to hip hop from birth to now. Who are five niggas you feel like? Embody hip hop. Put it like this: If you was on a on a fucking island and you only could pick five artists to listen to, they only they catalogs. Who would you pick? Is this based on lyrics or this is based on based the on what body you of, like? Based on what you like. Based on if it's hip hop. If it's based on what body of work is fucked up. But. Yeah, if it's based on body of work and what I like to listen to on a regular, <laughs> then you know I'll put Jay Z. There's no particular order. Right, right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? I put Jay Z on there. Oh, um, I put Rick Ross on there because he has a he has a great catalog of music. Underrated. I had Very. to go back. I was like, yo, this shit underrated. Yeah, yeah, man, his that deeper his, that rap album. Man. Yeah. Underrated, yo. His, he might be top fifteen. His catalog, his catalog is crazy. Um, so Hove, Ross, um. I mean, it's pretty much the usual the usual suspects, man. Like. I put Big up there because if you could go back to an album that's more than twenty years old, that's still it tough. You could feel like it's and you now. could play and you could play it all the way through. That's Warren. special. Warren is one of my top five. Yeah, songs. that's special. So I got life after death. So I gotta put I gotta put Big up there. Um, that's hard, man. Two more. J Cole. Why? If, see, see. All right. See, the thing I'm is, like, I don't know. See, see the thing is, the He's thing is, the, the thing is, um, <laughs> about about the newer ones. Three like, Aquarius I feel is this goddamn know, right? nah, the about, most. <laughs> about the newer cats. I don't know. I feel like I'm wrong if I put them on my list because, like, they still building. Oh, nah, but this is your list. Whatever right, you say, I, I can't. Yeah, dispute your opinion. Just don't put OB on there. Right. That's the case. I put um, <laughs> yeah, it's nigga G. <laughs> I ain't forget nigga. I put I, I put Kendrick on there because I'm a fan of Kendrick mm, music. Word. I'm a fan of Kendrick music. Do you count Section Eighty? That was like, yeah, God, you gotta count Section Eighty. Right. Yeah, cool. Right. Classic, you gotta count because a lot of niggas 80. be like, I'm Kendrick fans, but I ain't they never heard Rigor Mortis. I'm like, oh just man, shut the fuck up. Leave that's, my power was dope. That's where fuck, that's where nigga. that's where started everything, man. Like that's, but um, one more, right? Damn. Three stacks is dope too. Mm. And I gotta put, I gotta man, I I gotta put Outcast on there too, man. I mean, they mm. they're a group. Does that count as a whole? Like they're a duo, yes. but like their body of work is dope. Right. And Wu Tang, Hugo. I don't put if I say my top five, I don't I don't say Wu Tang. Okay. You know what I'm saying. I mean, I don't know a group duo. All right, cool. That's, that's yeah, because I I don't know. I I need it. I need I need a different sound. You know what I'm saying? I need. A, a, a variety, you know what I mean. So yeah, I would put them on there. Right. If I was from from your um from your example, saying if I'm on an island, yeah, that's what I want to listen to. Word. You know what I'm saying? I know it was difficult to break that down, man. But word. Yeah. Now, Big Pat. So, oh, uh, Patrick. I mean to call you that. Appreciate you for call, coming through. People still call me Big Pat. Straight. Now, I want y'all to do your outros. 
Then after that, we might need some bars, B. That's true. You cool with that? Absolutely. Yay. All right, so I forgot to say that at the beginning. So shout out to Drink Cups, our official drink sponsor. Yeah. Um, you can get these at 612 and 24 packs, I believe. Hit up uh, Drink Cups at Twitter. On Twitter and IG at Drink Cups or at cupcrackers at gmail.com. Um, sorry, baby. Drink responsibly. Uh, X, flow. King Life Media Group. KingLifeMediaGroup.com. We book in all weddings, birthday parties, events. We book in uh, music videos and things of that nature through Shooters.Inc. Uh, shout out to uh, Don't Be Mad, Icon, the whole team. Word. Uh, Nikki. Um, what's up? Poets Realm. Um, I forgot to shout out the youth poetry um writing workshop last time, but um every second and fourth Saturday we have a youth writing workshop for the children, um of all ages. Um, I like to get them in there and expressing themselves, being creative, opening their minds. Every second and fourth Saturday at the Black Rock Library from one to four p.m. Also with Poets Realm every Wednesday night down in Bridgeport, Connecticut, um at BPT Creates a thousand and one. Main Street Suite 14 at BPT Creates. We have open mic night from 8.30 to 11 p.m. It's $5 to watch, but it's free if you want to come up on the mic and express yourself every Wednesday night. Mm. And as well, Thursday nights at the Black Rock Library, I have my 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 Reiki workshop. Um, but I'm transforming that, so I am just want to plug in <coughs> every Thursday night. But shout out to love, shout out to light, shout out to um, you guys. Word. So we renaming this segment. So this is the bar exam now, right? Yes, yes. So speaking of Biggie, we got some shit for you, all right? So, G, need you to do what you do for me, B. Biggie. Oh, this what we going with? WDEP. You come up here, you got to rap. Let yeah. it move. Be packed. Biggie. Mm-hmm. I need something for you. I got you. Oh. Biggie. Check. Biggie. Not let oh. you down. Uh, Big pal, let's go. Chat. Mm. Get around, y'all. That's if you're still living. Cops getting shot, locking us up in prison. Doc taking shots in the booty. This shit's ridiculous. I ain't vote for Trump or Clinton. What is you getting? Listen, but the cop killer, why these cops kill us? The NFL one cop stand because they clock a millions. Me and Slaughter four years for sentence. Before the QP, my niggas get a lengthy sentence. Class on my own, and I'm packing souls. I see the shit that young bunch of suckers, no backbones. You talking flipping bricks, won't stack to build a home. Pull these raps homes every month, new track phone. Pat on wax, them tracks get snapped on. If I ever fall flat, come back, I'm that strong. Quiet and deadly, my demeanor was that calm. Cut the check, my shot gross all net, no backboards. What? Uh, now ever since they made narcos, everybody think they Pablo. You right here in the muscle for that spinach like Papa. I need a bounce like Tata. Ain't nothing handed to you, youngin', gotta get your own. How you laughing oh, to the bank when you paying loans? Uh, but to each his own. Uh, check, check. Bible on the dresser, say a prayer for him. He coming for your soul, the devil praying on us. Used to fall in love with hoes, now I'm skating on them. If it's real, they at your crib, pistol waiting on you. Only put the faders on them. If you didn't get the message, hey, finger my discretion. Fat boy stepping up another level. Took time to get to know my worth. Being hated or betrayed, I don't know what's worse. You gotta fuck up before you know what works. Uh, playing, it's all you can sit in bricks. It's all in the wrist. Tell them all to suck a dick. Hey. 
That's when they claim the game's rigged. Niggas on the same shit, chasing the same bitch. And the same kicks, my attire, simple yet admired. She's slipping out them brawn panties for your highness. Caress it, then bless it. Stretch it, mess it. 26 floor at the Hilton, the residence in. Refresh my memory. It's meant me, never forgotten. My flow's rotten, ain't shit promised. Fuck your politics, I'm as dangerous as Osama is. Your worst fear, I'm in. Young black with knowledge. Peace. He said, yes. I'm as dangerous as Osama is. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Word. Word. Thank you for Word. coming through. Appreciate thank you for spitting that fire. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. being you. Thank Word. you, thank you, thank you, man. I appreciate y'all for having me, yes. man, for real. Words. Yeah. Any closing comments? Anything y'all got to say? Anything? Boom, boom, boom. Nothing. Nothing. All right, cool. All right, so as the saying goes, one <laughs> thing's for certain. Too much for these niggas and three much three for these hoes. That, that other one you could save, G. Alright So I go Nah I'm saying We have some more I mean if you want to go You can go Now you know We can just get the fuck out of here So (laughs) (laughs) So I go by the name of Domino That's X1 Yeah yeah Nicky Nicole Miss Exquisite if you need We fucking out of here Peace Yeah yeah Bang Peace Yes That was hot Word Good shit Thank you thank you thank you thank you Domino motherfuckers What's happening? C'est tout ce qu'on a